0: From downtown, this is Tim Kitzer from NBHM, and you're listening to Nintendo Main Podcast, Boom shakalaka!
1: This week on Nintendo Main, I got Switch Sports, so now you can find out why Nintendo ruined the rooftop party for Karen.
0: I bought three new games intending to feast, but I've barely snacked.
2: I somehow got another free Pac-Man machine.
1: Whatever Pac-Man. Pac Man doesn't make any noises. Waka Waka. <laughs> yeah, did it, did it. Welcome to Nintendo Main Podcast, episode three hundred and nineteen. Your place to hear Nintendo fans talk about the newest version of their sports games and other things that have been released and all that. We are your hosts. I'm Trey, the Mies Live Again. Well, sort of, Johnson.
0: I'm Jeremy from Soft Superfan Mikowski.
1: And I'm Johnny Arcade Knitter johnny arcade saw on the slack that you got a mini arcade in your apartment now
0: i'm actually kind of jealous well i was always jealous of your other pac-man so what the f- helicopter
2: yeah so i guess i'll just tell the story of how it happened so my brother-in-law mentioned to me the other day he said hey can you help me move something on thursday so i blocked off thursday and i didn't really ask what we were moving um i said so where are we going got there on Thursday and. He said, "Oh, well, I'll just give you the address. And just here you go." Um, I asked him in the car on the way over. I said, so, what are we? What are we picking up? He said, "It's a surprise." I kind of raised my suspicion.
1: It, it sounds like it sounds like he's going to like take you to a field somewhere and shoot you. That's <laughs> right. It's like We're it's like, like some of my cement shit or something. There is what it feels <laughs> like. It's like wait, it's, where, where are we going? Where are we going?
0: I'm sorry, brother, but <laughs> some deeds must be done. It's
2: like he's going to take
1: you out right somewhere and, and cap you <laughs> or something. Some old yeller shit, man.
2: So when we got to the destination, it was an arcade. Now I was really, really curious. And we go inside and he walks up to the counter and he says, Hey, I'm Justin Seaford. And the lady says, okay, right over here. And just points us to this Pac-Man arcade one-up machine. And my brother-in-law says, here, this is for you. Like, whoa, wait, what? What? They won it at a raffle. They were at a fundraiser at that arcade a couple weeks ago. It was a fundraiser for for autism, and by going in the door, you got entered into a raffle, and they were the ones who who won it, and they decided to give it to me. So wow, wow, wow! I was like, "This is great!" I was really, I was kind of blown blown away. You know, it's, it's just a nice gift, and and I'm really appreciative, really thankful for it. Was that was um, that the
1: ones that you gave the Miss Pac-Man machine to? Was that the? Yeah, I gave to that to the when that? I left
2: for California.
1: They had they kept Miss Pac-Man for a while, and then
2: eventually. Uh, when they wanted to re- renovate their basement um, it moved to my parents house hmm. so yeah they did keep it for a while and and he said well i know you you know the other ones at your parents house and so it needs work you right your apartment, yeah it does
1: it it's does. Still um, working it worked up until Man, like a year ago
0: i bet our friend nate could fix
1: it oh yeah probably nate, so. nate is a whiz yeah Nate. he lot. can
0: recap yeah he fixes stuff he is a whiz
1: yeah, Nate Lockhart, um, if you're listening, hello. Friend of the oh, show. I mean, yeah. we, I mean, we're gonna talk about you I mean, anyway, cause I ran in because we hung out, you know, Saturday night. So you'll definitely be mentioned later in the show. But no, he's cool. Um yeah, he's uh, kind of spoilers for my stuff, but you know, got got my game gear here that I got that I got from Nate. So I did I did finally get my game gear. And we met up nice. and we hung and we hung out for a bit at the after party. So him and Kate, they were both there. So we we played some pinball together. It was cool.
2: So I we brought this thing home and you know, it's a uh it says it's got a pac-man it's a pac-man marquee it's pac-man on the side and all that and i was expecting it to just be pac-man when i plugged it in it's actually uh 12 games in one so it's technically it's called the bandai namco entertainment legacy edition arcade machine and it's got a couple different versions of pac-man it's got the the original of course then it's got Pac and pal super pac-man pac-man plus it's got uh what's that one called pac-mania and then there's Pac Land. That's this side-scrolling one. Did
0: you know that Pac Land came out before Super Mario Brothers?
2: Did it? I didn't know that. I was, I was just looking at the data on it uh, when I was playing it today, and just thinking, like, wow, Super Mario Brothers certainly pushed the bucket because Pac Land is
1: not very good. Like, it's it's a novelty. <laughs> there, I mean, there, there's like there's Pac Man. What is it? There, there's Pac Land levels in Smash Brothers. Yeah. So I mean, like, are. like with the weird fire hydrants and stuff like that. So Pac Land. I know of it just like through reference through those games. I've never actually played it, but I didn't. They had,
0: had it at the skating rink where I would go every, at least every quarter at school because if you had if you were on honor roll, you got to go roller skating for a day. Like what you'd leave after lunch and then go for the rest of the day. And they had a pack land machine at Line Ice Skate Land at Danville, and I was just intrigued by the the uh,
1: what do they call it the
0: attract mode or whatever. Like it just looked
2: amazing, and it was
1: yeah, before it I'd really cool. played the Mario, demo Super
0: Mario Brothers,
1: yeah, demo, attract, whatever
2: you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, it looks good. Cool. It's actually it's, it still holds up visually, it's, it's attractive, it looks cartoony, you know, at the time. It's I almost
0: think almost isometric, it's not quite, but it's got a bit of that look.
2: Mm-hmm. It's like the old Pac Man cartoon show, like, kind of is reminiscent of that effect. I, I wonder if they kind of based it on the cartoon. They probably, um. Are but I, I do want to break down the different versions of Pac-Man that are on there. Cause I've never played. I mean, I, I, maybe I've sampled these before, but never really like understood the differences, but uh, they're all surprisingly good in their own way. And, and um, on the surface, they might look just like, Oh, they just added some extra stuff to Pac-Man, but there's, there's subtle differences between them. So there's Pac and pal, which is you have this, in addition to the ghost, there's this other little green character that moves around the whole maze and steals items. And basically like you, you flip cards to unlock certain, there's cards on, on the maze, like playing cards. You, you walk over the card, it flips, and then it shows a icon of a certain fruit. And now that fruit is available elsewhere on the maze, but you're, so you're going for that fruit, but also that little green character is going for that fruit and trying to steal it away from you. And you have to grab it from them before it gets back to the the center of the maze. Uh, so there's all kinds of different strategies with that game. and oh by the way, in that game, there's also a smash thing in there and smash, you might remember there's a move where Pac-Man shoots like a little laser or something, like I think he throws it out with his fist. Uh, but that comes from this game, apparently because mm. you can shoot lasers at the ghost to stun them.
1: So so it's kind of I mean it's kind of like a simulated multiplayer. Oh, in some ways, because the well, because the some green, ways. the green guy is kind of like another pack person that's going to get the stuff that you're trying to get, you know, kind of. Like, yeah. Like before. That's what it kind of sounds like. Yeah.
2: So like the green guy is not like on,
1: they call it pack and pal, but he's kind of an. But he's not a friend. Too, he's, he's not your friend. <laughs> does Don't let like, him fool you. Doesn't seem like your friend. if He's trying to take your fruits from you. What a dick.
2: Yeah. I, I really like that one. I was playing that one a lot. And also Super Pac-Man is really cool. And again, this is has something from Smash where uh, the giant Pac-Man, the giant Pac-Man that shoots across the screen, is I think that's his final Smash. That comes from this game because there's a, a green power-up where you eat that and you turn into a huge Pac-Man. And if you use that in combination with the regular power pellets, now you can speed across the whole screen and eat all the ghosts. And that's really fun because there's also you use the, the button for that one too. So, you're moving around with the stick and you're you're holding the button like a run button.
1: And that's in Smash as well because that's a, that's Pac-Man Super Smash. It's becoming a giant Pac-head.
2: That's correct. Pac-Man Plus, I think, was the direct sequel. It's not that much different on the surface between that and regular Pac-Man, but there's like, the maze is a different color, the ghost's Vul- vulnerability is shorter. You can eat a bonus item that will cause the ghost to turn invisible, and there's uh eating a power pellet has like random effects which is interesting sometimes it'll make ghosts disappear sometimes it'll turn all the ghosts blue except for one of the ghosts so it's like a little bit of a random r- randomosity to it pack land we talked about but uh pack mania that's the one that i kind of didn't didn't like too much it's a 3d isometric view and that creates a problem because you can't see the whole the whole field and so you can't strategize as much
1: it kind of looks like sorta 3D. Like, well, the, I mean, Pac-Man yeah. looks 3D, right? Because it's from the top and it looks full, right? It's like full right. ball, whatever. But yeah, it's it's kind of kind of weird.
2: Because since you can't see the whole playfield, you don't know where the ghosts are, and you can't strategize the way you could with a regular Pac-Man game. So I, I played that for a little bit, but I skip over that one mostly. Um, there's other games on there too, besides Pac-Man, there's Galaga and Galax- Galaxian. I jump back and forth between both of those. Really, really fun mappy i uh, remember you know mappy the little mouse character jeremy does
0: i remember mappy i actually bought my brother mappy the famicom cartridge mm-hmm. at mgc one year and uh i was just really excited to give it to him because when we were kids he bought that game with his own money i think it was like five bucks at the pawn shop mm-hmm. where i bought zelda one and it was just like an important spot where we bought a lot of our nes games so he bought mappy not even knowing anything about it just based on the cover, he a cute little mouse, so he thought that was cool. But he must have been four or five. Mm. And he played it a lot. He loved it. But so this was maybe three or four years ago. I bring him Mappy. I'm like, I got a surprise for you, man. I found this for you. It's I thought you think it's cool because this is the Japanese version of something you used to really love. And I gave him Mappy and he's like what's this? <laughs> uh, he no. did not remember Mappy. He didn't at remember all. Mappy. That's that's a shame. <laughs> he didn't remember Mappy. <laughs> Wow. He was like A cap, I don't remember Mappy. <laughs> <laughs> He's like dude. No, he didn't say that. I thought, I thought you I thought you loved it.
1: I thought you loved the maps. No, the the first time I ever the first time I ever saw Mappy was Jeremy playing it, so that's that's why I always associate you with Mappy. And I remember watching you play it and I was just like I was like, this game sucks. <laughs> but like I didn't I didn't know anything about it. I just remember you playing it and being like, Oh, I used to play this game. It was, I was, I was like it looks one of really, the weirdest it's like it looks really uh irritating, but you know, whatever. This was college, like I was late. It was one of the weirdest
0: games I had seen at that point in my life, like, you know, very purely, you know, like a game of Japanese sensibility at the time, like meant to to uh, get all the quarters in the arcade. And mm. Mappy was pretty popular. I mean the big bright sprites and the somewhat creepy looking characters honestly like especially like the the ones that are chasing you like the humanish humanoid characters that are chasing you that are the same size as like the cats that are chasing you and like hmm. you set up like the little poles that the cats get distracted by and then you have to like trick the conductors into going through the bounce pads it's a
2: weird game hmm. it's strange and i think the arcade version is very different because I, I i played the NES version a long time ago and I didn't. I didn't get it. I didn't understand it. it uh, I felt like it was like pre Super Mario Brothers platforming, which is generally not that not that good. Kind of wonky. Um, I think it's
0: post, isn't
2: it? Is it post? I don't. I don't know. But I, I felt. I felt like it was. It was like it's kind of a lesser than, and I. I. I didn't understand. I knew it was a popular arcade game. Oh,
0: you're right. I played it on, it, it NES, came on 83, hmm.
2: and I didn't understand why. Oh, well, why it was like why it was popular but now that i played the arcade version for the first time i actually really like this game and i'd be interested to play the ns version and and see the differences
0: so i'm Um, talking about mappy land
2: oh mappy land yeah yeah, that's my that's my
0: mistake here so mappy land is a different game
2: okay so i probably played mappy land on on the nes
1: i think it's on the nso I think mappy land is on there, so if you wanted to oh, so. compare I them you I think you it could. Is. And, and, and I think the mappy arcade game is also available on switch I mean you already have it like as a full arcade, but I think you could buy it as like a arcade archives game or whatever I and know apparently I was, I know you could oh, buy
0: a mappy micro arcade at staples
1: really a micro arcade uh, not like a cool, like not like or old tabletop thing. thing yeah right here uh i I never uh I haven't turned on my NES, but right there mappy land. Mappy Land was released with Dig Dug 2 and Earthbound Beginnings. Or well, well, maybe they weren't released at the same time. And I haven't turned it on since any of those games. In that proximity, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Mappy Land is on is on your uh, NSO so you can play it if you want to. I really like Mappy. I played that for a couple hours so
2: far. Um that one is like you the uh, the mouse character who is a little mouse policeman and then there's cat burglars running through the house um trying to get uh, different items, TVs and computers and that kind of thing and so you have to run around click the items before the cats do and then you're jumping on trampolines and stuff to move all over the house and it's um, I with the attack mechanic is like you open doors and certain doors are like supercharged kind of so you open that door it clears the whole level and there's a lot of strategy a lot of fun to it and i, I really like that that one um dig speaking of dig dog there's dig dog and dig dog 2 and dig dug another one that i didn't quite understand but i i like i love this one now i played this one a whole lot um and dig dug 2 which just came out on was it arcade archives
1: no it's a, it's on nso, dig it dug on NSO? 2 is, okay
2: yeah. yeah dig dug 2 is totally different
1: not, i don't think i've ever played it before but i heard it sucks but no, <laughs> I not played no. it dig dug 2 it's okay? good because it's not really it's not really digging you're more like Doug is a war criminal you're like sectioning mm-hmm. off of parts of a land or something like it yeah so there's like the fault whole. lines yeah mr
0: driller's it's, dad is a war criminal
2: <laughs> it's like there's fault lines so you can run around the land and you can you know stick the pump into the guys and blow them up like just like you would the first one but the way That's to insane. get the, the big points is to sort of corral them or mm-hmm. course them to a certain corner and then you hit those fault lines and you let the whole land sink away. It's really fun. It's,
0: pre- it's really cool. I've played it at a uh, Galloping Ghost. I really liked it. Like as far as like the extra mechanic of the stuff falling away, that was really probably pretty impressive at the time. Yeah. I thought
2: it was cool when I played it. Yeah, there's a lot of strategy to it. Um, it definitely
0: and- adds like an entirely new element to the game that's changes it a lot. But he's still it it worker up- in my mind. <laughs> But thematically, I mean, in this, it's in this like- case, he's, he's doing the uh, the scorched earth strategy. so It's even worse.
2: <laughs> Cast it all off into the sea. Um, Mixing yeah, salt so, into the soil. But I, I, I appreciate it because it's not just more levels of Dig Dug. It's actually sort of a similar idea or similar theme, but they did something different and new with it, and that was cool. Uh, and then the the total uh, the one that I'd never heard of before even was called Rompers. You guys ever heard of Rompers? Not before. Not now. as a video game. Yeah. Uh, maybe this was you mean Japanese like
1: outfits.
0: I remember a whole thing where there was like the uh, the
1: uh, I know that people wear mit, them. Mit, and, yeah, and they, men
0: wearing rompers was a whole Fox oh, right. News hot topic for a while there about it, the It's
1: really hard to pee. What's, what's wrong their with whole America? the war rompers. the war
0: on masculinity or whatever it is.
1: <laughs> it's hard to pee, man. You gotta take the whole thing off before you go to bed. I mean this it looks game, great. The war on masculinity. It looks good, but it really
0: does need some sort <laughs> of
1: uh, Look like, look like Humpty Dumpty. Zipper. Yeah.
0: You need to have like either if you're not gonna have like a special zipper, then you need to have some sort of urine collection device in there.
1: need a butt flap, yeah,
0: but something similar to a butt flap,
1: <laughs> like 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 the old uh, pajamas, you know get, get a butt flap integrate a
0: zipper into the seam. It could be very subtle,
1: I should buy a romper so I can wear it while playing rompers. I want a video of that. put that on a <laughs> patreon, John a sure romper yeah. and a romper, right, people would pay good pay, money for that, pay a dollar a month they really and need. romper playing rompers. I mean, that's, um, that would be so an exercise
0: amazing. ball. You do it.
1: If you can
2: find a romper <laughs> big, big, big enough for you, this one's kind of like imagine Pac-Man, but you can knock down the walls to squash the enemies on the other side. And it's kind of like a puzzle game too, because there's some walls that are being blocked from being knocked over. And so you have to figure out the best way inside to collect all the, the keys, it's keys that you collect the best way inside to, uh, while, while avoiding the enemies. And so it's, it's, that was a big surprise to me because I thought it was like this game I never heard of. And I think it was only in Japan, I'm guessing just because um, the characters actually speak Japanese, they'll say arigato if you win and that kind of thing. I wonder if, if it just never came over here. Yeah, that's the whole collection. And I'm glad that I got this one. Out of all the ones that I could could have got, out of all the arcade one-ups, I think this one maybe was the best one because it's got a good representation of the golden era arcade games and Which are not exciting on the surface, so maybe I would have like picked. You know, looking at their other selection, they got NBA Jam, they got Uh Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I probably would have picked one of those and said, "Oh, I'll get that." So is Miss
0: Pac Man not on it?
2: No, Miss Pac Man is its own thing. So.
0: Well, it was a. Ri- I know it was originally a, a hack, right? Or a, a, a,
1: right. Well, it's it's got a, They got their own. It would have Ms. been called Pac-Man.
0: DLC back in there's the day. There's some yeah.
1: sort of yeah. There's probably right. some sort of copyright thing with it or something because mm-hmm. they're they're releasing a Pac-Man arcade. What is it? Oh no, it's Pac-Man Museum is coming to Switch, where you have like it's kind of like Animal Crossing, where you have your own like little arcade that you build and you can play all these different part Pac-Man games in there. And uh, Pac- Ms. Pac-Man isn't in that either, so it's like.
2: Well, they actually have
1: yeah. their own
2: Miss Pac-Man arcade one up it's a whole separate machine yeah and it's yeah. it's it's the you've seen it up the arcades nowadays the miss pac-man uh galaga 25th anniversary it's yeah. that um but it's a isn't there like
0: miss pac-man can't you like bump up the speed and stuff like in that game
2: yeah that game um
0: yeah there's well, a, it was like toggles or whatever right? originally but i wonder if in the arcade one up version you can still tweak the settings to where it could be the harder version
2: i would imagine so these are pretty faithful. Um, like I, I went onto their website after you know, I fell in love with this thing and read all about them and looked at their FAQs and they're like, you know, we want to make it as faithful to the arcade as possible. And I've, I think these are like, this is great. I, I love this thing. I've set it up before on the show that like, I wasn't interested in these and I didn't think they were that great. I'd rather have the, the full size arcade and, you know, forget all that. I got this thing now and I've played it for, I probably played it for two hours a day since I got it. I, I love it. It's fantastic. And I want to get more of them.
0: I want to get the jam. You have the riser for it. So it's, uh, yeah,
1: I got the the riser for it. They're they're like smaller, right? Yeah. So you would have to like sit down or. Yeah, I would say with with the riser. um, It's
0: like 60, right? 60% maybe.
2: Yeah, it's it's like it comes up to maybe my my chest or something. It's like, Mm. I would guess it's probably a little shy of six feet with the riser. Um, I can't stand and, and play it. That's still too small. Like the screen is at my stomach. Mm. So I have to sit and play it, um, but it's a great size for the though, apartment, right? Like I could, if I needed to. I John is especially myself.
0: tall. Listeners who don't know that, so <laughs> yeah, that
2: may not be an issue for you. For most people, they could probably stand and stand and play it. Mm. But
1: i was uh, saying it's, it's probably ahead. more comfortable to sit and play it. Though I mean, if you're going to play it for two hours, right. I think it would be better to sit and play. I don't know.
2: Right, I got to get a stool just to park it there. But I've been using this office chair. But I, I love this thing. I want to get more of them. Um,
0: How's the I, sound? I, think, I was curious. It sounds outside.
2: fantastic.
1: Does it have? A, does it have a headphone plug on it?
2: No headphone plug, but it's got a volume uh, right on the
1: panel. Mm. I was wondering if you could you, just, if you could listen to it with your headphones. Like,
2: does it have good lows? Does it have
1: good like? Just be more immersed. I I keep it all the way down to to
2: one on the volume, and even like just on one on the volume, the sound is like really full it sounds like any other arcade machine and honestly like between like like i have that miss pac-man machine in the neighborhood i could go get it anytime i want and bring it to the apartment i don't because that thing is big and bulky and, yeah, and like what floor are you on? <laughs> I'm on i'm on the first well, floor it's
0: not currently functional either yeah It'll just
2: be not currently functional but i can fix it and actually the the marquee that i or not the marquee but the the base that I got with it, it's there's a custom signage on it because it was came from this arcade. It says the name of the arcade. It says wow. um, the Autism Center because it was for a fundraiser for autism, and then it says um, one of the sponsors of the of the raffle was this business that fixes arcade machines. So it's got oh. the phone number and everything on there. I didn't know this business was in the neighborhood, so I might give them a call about that Miss Pac-Man machine someday and have them fix that.
0: Or get a hold but, of them, like go through the, to their website. Be like, "How'd you hear about us?" And be like, "Just send a picture of the arcade machine with their phone number on it." Right. Uh, Remember yeah. this? There you go. I got, cool. I got one of these. That'd be pretty cool. And then you'd be like, "I have an actual pac machine. I want you to fix." And they'd probably yeah. You'd probably I'm be on the right. I want this. Maybe they could even come on the show and talk about fixing arcades.
1: <laughs> maybe that'd be cool.
0: Uh, I'm super yeah. interested in that stuff.
1: On the uh, on the on the subject of uh, Mappy, I just I just looked it up. Uh, there's like three different Mappy sequels. Well, Mappy Land, I guess, is technically a sequel. But on the Switch, you can get Hopping Mappy, which was only released in Japan, which was a sequel. Also, there's uh, Mappy Kids that came out as well. Mm-hmm. But it's not on Switch. But but if you're interested in the sequel of, of to, to Mappy, you can play Mappy Land. Or you could buy Hopping Mappy for $8 on the Nintendo eShop. But they have they have regular mappy and hopping mappy on there. I'm definitely gonna check out Mappy Land again for the Arcade Archives.
0: Yeah, you don't have to pay for it; it's just there on your Switch already.
1: And I guess there's a map there's a mappy theme you can buy as well for uh, for Pac-Man, which I think was free at some point because it says that I purchased it purchased it, and I definitely would not have bought a mappy theme.
0: I forgot about Pac-Man 99,
1: but it must have been it must have been free. But yeah, they had a whole bunch of uh, Namco shit you could download on Pac-Man 99, so you could use a a hopping mappy theme on there. Nice. So yeah, it says I got it, so it must have been free because I would have never paid for it. <laughs> so, just because I don't,
0: you say that now.
1: I don't know anything about Mappy, really. I was looking around the arcade
2: uh, one-up website and just see what else they had. And if you guys haven't taken a look at that. You should. They got they got a big selection there now. They have a Jeremy. They have a big buck hunter machine. I know you like the, <laughs> the shooting I know games. they do.
0: No, I've seen that. I wonder how they. They're make probably that at look, MGC. They're using. Cause they use digital screens, so mm. I, I do wonder how, how they... Aim. Or rather, LCD.
2: Right. Yeah,
0: I don't know. Like, if they've got, like, an extra sensor bar built into it or some shit, I want to know. Something newest... like that, I think would I could almost DIY something like that. You probably could. With a, with a Wii. We have two Wiis in the house.
2: The next one that I want to get is going to be either the, the Ninja Turtles one, which has both Turtles in Time and, and the original arcade game on it, or the NBA Jam one. Now, the NBA Jam one has a new edition coming out this summer, which is, they call it the Shack Edition, because it's actually more akin to the size of the regular arcade machine. Like it's, it's large. And it's got you know same thing, the four the four player controls. It's got a and this one's got a light up marquee that looks really nice.
0: I bet so, it's I'm, a lot more expensive.
2: Yeah it is. It's hundred dollars Is it uh
0: of, does it have online capability? Because I know they've yeah. started putting that in some stuff.
1: Yeah. I was gonna say does yeah. it have does it have like tournament edition and like NBA jam on fire and like all yes. those others it those has hang those time those hang or whatever? Time too. Yeah. Yeah. Have some I hope Tim Kitzrow gets
0: money for every one of these that sells. <laughs>
1: yeah, right. He deserves it. And
0: he just gets a check that says Boom Shakalaka in the memo. Uh,
1: <laughs> I would hope that. I, I mean, I don't know what. I don't know how that works. You know, I, uh, I don't know how that stuff works, but yeah, hopefully. I mean, well, if they're using his voice in there, he should. He should get paid something for it. I agree.
2: But other than this this machine, uh, I played a little bit more Breath of the Wild. Uh, I've been doing the Korok hunting. I'm, I'm really enjoying that again. Um, it's just because of that combination of the master cycle zero, the, the hero's journey where I can see where I've been. And then the Korok mask, I actually am enjoying the, the seed hunting and that I'm not, okay. I'm not checking it off that, that I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying that I'm not going to find all the Korok seeds anymore. I might try to do that.
1: Mm-hmm. Just cause it's fun. Uh, I mean, we'll do it, do it till it's it fun, fun. And, until it's not fun, you know, and then don't feel like you're obliged to finish it. You know, that's what I say. Just, I mean, if it's still fun, yeah, keep playing it. But if you get, If you like, you know, if it becomes like a chore, then maybe stop. I don't know. Don't, 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 don't do it. If it becomes like not fun anymore, you know.
2: And I actually made two big discoveries, uh, which I somehow did not make yet 250 hours into the game. Um, I found the forgotten temple, which is a big, huge complex in the middle of like a like a long valley i just noticed that i've not been in this i've not not been to the bottom of this valley ever I like i crossed over it a bunch of times i never went to the bottom so down there i found the forgotten temple and then i found
1: goron Golf. did you guys find goron Golf? i guess not yes. i don't know i mean what what, what is it like like it's i found so it but i was
0: not very good at it
1: it's so long ago that maybe i forgot about it what's it like but i
0: used i used the uh the snowball bowling thingy that was like how i grind it out oh uh, okay what I needed the rupees for? Uh, oh yeah, I, I, I abuse that thing like another. crazy.
1: Yeah, that's that's where you get. The I don't money remember for what stuff. I needed
0: the rupees for, but
1: yeah, I, outfits. That's where
0: I gra- grinded out my rupees
1: for outfits, mm. or I remember buying like the. Well, I, I think I bought it because you told me to, but the the guardian outfit, like that, like yes, mm. the, that makes you stronger against the guardians, and like buying all that shit, like all the ancient armor and all yeah. that stuff. Like I remember mm. getting money for that. That's a must. Or like getting all the money to like to give to like Terrytown or like buy your house and mm. like just whenever you needed money, I would go do the bowling thing.
0: Terrytown was a lot of wood, but you
1: could just buy it. I think, I think there was money too, but yeah, but whatever. I think, I, I think maybe I got to the golf one, but I probably did the same thing where I stayed at the bowling one. I
0: don't know. I've mm. got like one or two holes in or whatever, but yeah, it's pretty hard from my experience.
1: But I what do you really... do? You, you hit stuff with the, whatever it is, the thing that, yeah, you know, that the kinetic the yellow that moves. Power whatever. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah.
2: It's a, there's a, a literal giant golf ball. They're not, dressing it up or anything it's like just a big golf ball and you just got to hit it around this course which is sort of sort of curved in the middle so kind of they try
1: to make it hard for the
0: It's the, in that canyon where the there's a, like a dragon that flies above that canyon right
1: Right correct yeah, yeah I know what you're talking about I think I think I was there and I think I didn't get very far and I was just like I'm going back to bowling
2: Yeah that's about what I did and then uh last thing for this week was randomly <laughs> at the grocery store I found chucky e. cheese pizza he
1: found it which, he, huh, found, he found the terrifying redesign of Chuck E. cheese from like 2012 or whenever it came out yeah that fucking redesign looks so bad i mean you should it have le- you should have left it the way it was like i don't i don't know what the fuck they were thinking there Yeah, but- he looks
0: like he should be on a mac and cheese box <laughs> he looks like real freaky yeah animatronic <laughs>
1: right it's like oh the, kid, now- the kids <laughs> like scary looking uh, mice like let's let's do it like this so if you ever I mean, just wanted, to it have was the worst always scary. Kind of like Chuck E. Cheese at home, like the pizza. There you go. Now you can have it at home. Yeah. If you if you um, want that terrible pizza in, in your own uh in your own <laughs> life, you can you can do it. I was gonna say like uh please God uh, please John like I hope you didn't buy that uh <laughs> didn't buy that, no, that I did. pizza I did yeah. not buy it.
0: I expected uh like when during the early spot of the pandemic when they used the chef from Showbiz Pizza. What was his name? Palermo or something like that. There some, or past brawl, I think. Like, but Pasquale. they were, yeah, they were selling it on uh, DoorDash or whatever. They were trying to get people to keep buying the pizza because people couldn't come in and use the ball pit during COVID.
1: When, uh, whenever we, whenever we talked about, we talked about Chuck E. Cheese like a few episodes back. I think it was like three sixteen or something like that.
0: I've gotten pretty obsessed with. Uh,
1: I've been uh, In
0: the, the '80s animatronics since then.
1: Well, I just I just got on uh, Wikipedia and just like read some like basic history of like Chuck E. Cheese and showbiz and all that. And the original Chuck E. Cheese was just a fucking dude with a cigar, like telling like terrible jokes. Like all, all the animatronics and shit came from uh, Showbiz Pizza, but it was also like a like and like Noah Bushnell like originally owned like Chuck E. Cheese and all that, and mm-hmm. there's all this weird shit with it.
0: So. The guy create it was called Creative Designs or whatever. It's kind of a it's a hard name to remember because it sounds kind of generic. But right. the company that invented uh, or didn't invent, but you know, designed the Chuck E. Cheese robots. I'm not sure how they got access to what Chobas Pizza was doing, but
1: because they beat them in a court case is what happened. They they sued them. No, I mean, it was, it was like a, from what I heard, it was divide, it was the divide in like ownership where like somebody used to work with Chuck E. Cheese or whatever, and went off and did that showbiz, but they like sued them. And then they took the showbiz robots from them and turned them into Chuck E. Cheese robots. That's why there was the transformation yeah. and all that is what, is what I read and on a uh, Wikipedia that it was like a whole court case thing and they lost. That's why showbiz doesn't exist anymore.
0: They frame it differently in that documentary that, john recommended that episode i can't remember what it's called but i watched it it's for free rocket fire it. explosion it's a, a wonderful documentary i recommend everybody watch it it's like true it. americana like i think it's like almost got like a harmony corinne vibe to be honest but it's like a real yep. documentary <laughs> but uh it's like yeah it's uh uh the creator of the check or the, rather the uh sh- showbiz pizza characters he frames it like they said either if you stay with the company, we take the characters, we change them, or we set you free or whatever. We cut you loose or whatever they call it. And uh, you get to keep your characters. And he, he frames it as though like it was all about keeping those characters. Cause he had put his heart and soul into those characters, which I don't know. Like, honestly, one of their characters was like, they're supposed to be called traveling. So like over on stage, it to be stage. Right. If you're facing the audience, they had like, an independent act, and it was like a this weird dog character that had a hand puppet, and all those like because it's all based on like air pumps, kind of like how those animatronics work, you could just change it out and put a different character in there. and then theoretically, you would take that dog and he would go to a different uh, showbiz pizza, you know, and like he would literally be traveling from place to place, and then there'd be another character that was traveling behind him. And using the same kind of animatronics, but being outfitted differently and, you know, obviously voiced differently and stuff. But, man, it's fascinating. It's like there was this gold rush on air-powered animatronics in the early 80s, and it's it's fascinating. I guess it was late 70s, early 80s, but, man, oh, man. Like, I can't even imagine being in that heyday.
2: Like This is the hot new thing. It's robots at restaurants entertaining you. Mm. Yeah. What the fuck? That
0: doesn't make any sense. <laughs> no that was definitely a bubble waiting to burst. But steampunk. They Disney were air powered. That's why.
1: This. I mean it kinda like it kinda leaks into like the Disney the Disney stuff as well. Do you remember going to a Chuck yeah.
0: E. Cheese or a showbiz pizza and how they would have the music cranked. Yeah. To go the it was squeegee. because yeah. it was because of the squeaking and that literally they like had, you know, think of like if you've been to like somebody has like an auto repair shop and they've got a pneumatic pump system for all their tools. They've literally got an air pump that controls their tools like that's that pretty much with robots like it just has a lot of valves and stuff that create the signal and it's it's very fascinating i don't understand it but i pretty sure captured by robots uses something similar
1: oh yeah definitely oh, i'm sure they're sure, probably inspired by chucky e. cheese i'm sure i mean obviously i mean that's not even <laughs> i mean that you know i'm pretty sure because Like where they're always they get like from? super
0: super loud too like he yeah. always cranks the volume when the robots talk
1: yeah and it's terrifying especially like the guitar bot 666 or whatever is constantly screaming <laughs> mm-hmm. and well i was saying that kind of bleeds into the disney rides as well like with all the animatronics and i watched some of the disney documentaries on like disney plus about that like at least i watched the uh the haunted mansion one but it's mm. still like yeah that same sort of same sort of thing it's weird it's frightening there
2: was there actually there was a moment speaking of that it wasn't like a gold rush Disney wanted to capitalize on Chuck E Cheese. They wanted to do their own thing. Their own Chuck E Cheese with Disney characters and they tried it out. They actually opened uh, one or two of these Disney restaurants. I forget what In they like were. Orlando or something. <laughs> something like something like that but but it was Chuck E Cheese but with Disney characters and it failed mm. miserably. But there was a there's a YouTube channel called Defunct La- Defunct Land.
0: Oh, I love that. Like Sean that? and I watched that yeah we watched oh it.
2: yeah they did an episode on this one so go check that out if you're if you're interested yeah so yeah Chuck E. Cheese um get the pizza anytime you want at your local
1: grocery store
0: <laughs> that was another tangent we always go on huge tangents when we get into Chuck E. Cheese
1: or showbiz <laughs> it was uh yeah it was inspired by that just the fact that they were trying to keep it alive somehow by invading uh Making crappy movies and cartoons about it or whatever, which and now it's like Which will happen cuisine, when it happens.
0: The kid cuisine of Jack's Pizza.
1: So now if you want really, really shitty pizza, then you can get that. I mean I always Is there that, a
0: toy? Is there a sticker? Do they give you some sort of pizza? I thought the
1: they pizza give you, was really, really uh, bad when I was there. You have to so. cut that horrifying
0: visage off of the front. Oh. <laughs> they should they give you
1: tokens? They should give you they a give you free tokens, yeah, to come into the restaurant. They should give you a free pitcher of beer because that was about the only thing that was see in they there. They actually have
0: like motivation to make it not taste good because they're like, "This is pretty
1: shitty. Just come, just come to the restaurant. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's it's way better. It's a little bit less Here's shitty. Some
0: Here's some tokens.
1: It's bigger. It's the we same. We got you. We got you. It's, it's the same thing except it feeds more people. It's not. It's, <laughs> it tastes just as bad as it did on the other one. All right. Well, that's uh, we started off with John's stuff, but that's but that's cool. You no, know, you had a, you had all the arcade stuff and all that." and you yeah
0: i am jealous of the one up because the people i know who have them i know one or two people that i guess i know two people that have them besides you they love them like i think in in person it's cooler than it sounds on paper because i agree it's, and it it's habits, much a space that we don't even realize that we want i mean we kind of want arcades but we'd probably mm. settle for a one-up arcade if we really just had one like you do
2: yeah. Yeah, well, where where it, it makes the it grade with me is that it's just when I'm playing it, it just feels the same. It feels the same as any other arcade machine. It feels the quality like the you
0: the your, buttons in your, your joystick jo- feel good.
2: The buttons in the joystick feel good. They make the same sounds and clicks and clacks. Do you so feel like
0: you're gonna break something if you're not careful? No, That's
1: no, good. it's a sturdy build. For sure. So anyway, let's talk about uh Nintendo Switch Sports, which I purchased while I was in Milwaukee. I went to Milwaukee as I, as I said last week for for a job thing.
0: I get to be jealous of both of you this week. It's great.
1: So, well, I mean, I was going I I was going to say something about MGC at the beginning of the of the episode, but I really didn't go to MGC at all. I basically went to the after party, and I almost didn't even go to that cuz uh, cuz I guess uh I bought a ticket to the after party, but I guess I needed to like come early and get a wristband, and I never got a wristband, and they were like almost about to like not let me in. And I'm like, I bought this ticket. I'm like, I paid fifty bucks for it. Let me in. And they're like, you know what? Go in, but if anybody asks you, you never saw me. And I'm like, okay, fine. That that's what the what the security guard said to me. So I'm like, all right, whatever. I mean, you
0: gotta you gotta protect your ass, and I don't blame that person for doing that.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, it, nobody asked me about it, but I was, I was kind of, but I was telling people, I was like, hey, yeah, I haven't been at the, I haven't been at MGC, but I'm here at the after party, and they're all giving me. I'm weird, gonna be nice. They're all giving me like fuck weird up looks. Up your karma by yeah. turning me in. But everybody's giving me weird looks. Like I talked to Jeffrey Woodenhagen and, and his and his uh, buddy from the podcast. We interviewed them last year, and they're like, "How you what, how you been enjoying the show?" I'm like, "I I worked all day. I couldn't go. You know, I'm here at the after party, and everybody's like, just give me weird looks because I'm not doing anything over the, other than going to the after party. I'm like, I don't have time. They're like, "You coming tomorrow?" I'm like, "Nope. Got to got to be up early tomorrow too. So sorry." I'm just right
0: away. I, maybe I don't envy you because that's yeah. almost worse. Because you were. I was right just there. trying to
1: get. I was just trying to get a piece of it. But they did actually change. They changed the after party from last time, so that's cool. They actually there was a decent amount of pinball games in there. There were no games really when we were there last time. As no, I, they,
0: they had the uh, car.
1: The, there's the carcade that was there, but that was the game, only yeah. thing that was still there. But that was the only thing. But now they brought like I don't know, like a good like twenty thirty pinball games, maybe like there was a good good amount of them there.
0: Did they self Killer Queen?
1: Not at the after party,
0: yeah. The killer queen was pissing Tim Kitzrow off, I think.
1: Oh, I don't remember. Was it there last year? I don't even remember it being there. It
0: was, and like everybody's playing that instead of watching the show for a while.
1: Oh, yeah, I don't. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I guess maybe. Yeah, no, I, I missed that, but no, I was uh, would like worked a 20 hour day or no, not 20, I'd worked a 12 hour day. I work from nine to nine, so I was like pretty tired when I got back. But I was like, all right, I bought this after party ticket. I need to go do it. And also, I needed to meet up with, like we said before, I need to meet up with Nate Lockhart and purchase my game gear, which uh, which I did do. And I was waiting at the Hilton for him. And uh, you know, they got like a security guard towards the front, so I was just kind of waiting to come in. And Nate and Kate they showed up with with the game gear and all that. And I, you know, like we made like our purchase like in, in right in front of the guy, and the guy was like, hey. The security guard was like, hey, you got any more of those Game Gears? And he's like, well... He actually said that, you know, that Jeremy had reserved the other one, so you gotta you gotta call Nate about that. So he, did, so he didn't... did
0: I'm surprised hey. he hasn't reached out to me. I guess I, maybe I need to take the next step. I,
1: I did I did tell him that you were going to reach out to him, so blame me for that. Okay. Because I thought... Because you told me time. when you texted me that, that you were going to call him, or text him or whatever, so I said that you would get in touch with him, so that's probably why I didn't message
0: you. Yeah, I was yet. just trying to take the stress off you, because I knew you were already deal with a lot in milwaukee oh yeah you no, don't have to broker no, my game gear i'll take care
1: of it it's fine no i yeah i thought that you were just saying that you would that you would text him so i told him you would text him so that's that i don't have his
0: phone number but i can
1: well yeah dm him <laughs> i have his phone number i can share it to you after this um but but it's the the deal was uh you get a game gear for 85 bucks but you get three common games with it and the games that i got were pretty cool actually um they they were like stuff that i'm into uh, number one, he gave me uh, Super Return of the Jedi on Game Gear. May the Force so be with you. Which, uh, yeah, that's today. Um, but, um, you know, I'm, I'm a huge fan of the Super Nintendo Super Star Wars games. And I actually played this game at my friend Brandon's house when I was in high school. Because he had a Game Gear. And I remember playing it on there. And I was like, oh, cool. I'll run through that. So, uh, so I turned it on. I started playing it. And this one is way harder than the Super Nintendo one. It's really limited compared to the Super Nintendo <laughs> one. Because... In the Super Nintendo, when you have force powers, you can heal yourself. Like there's all the stuff you can do that make it easier to like play as Luke and all that. This one basically takes all of the good shit away from the characters. Like, they don't do any of the cool shit they do in the Super Nintendo one. Like, Luke can't do any force powers. Uh, Leia, when she's uh, dressed as the bounty hunter, she has, like, a charge move where she shoots, like, this giant arrow, like, at things which will take off a ton of damage for the bosses and all that. You can't do it in the Game Gear version. Chewie has, like, a spin move that he does that takes off a lot of damage. You can't do that either in the Game Gear one. Uh, I don't even think you can upgrade the the blasters at least i couldn't find the upgrades like you can in the super nintendo one so it's like it makes it really difficult because they took all this stuff away that you could do in the other one and i got all the way to the very first boss to like the the ball head guy from return of the jedi and i couldn't beat him because i can't do all the stuff that i could do in the super nintendo one so it's like it's very difficult the the music is very like sounds like nes you know but and the sega and the game gear is gigantic uh you know, it's bla- It's backlit, but it's still kind of blurry. You know, just because of the age of it and all that. And it takes it takes. He updated six... the
2: screen, right? What like he did some repairs to
1: it. What what repairs did he do to the Game Gear? Uh, I mean, he made it work. Like the like he took a took. Bro- I guess he took a bunch of broken Game Gears and made them work, or like he recapped the. He recapped them, yeah. Right? What is, does does that mean, mean, mean? That does that is that just the circuit board?
0: It's kind of a basic soldering skill, but it, there's a lot of finesse to it, and I've never tried it. Mm. But you're literally taking out the capacitors, which are. Oh got I it. Yep. I think they're what transistors became because they kept getting smaller. So mm-hmm. it's a place where energy is kind of stored so they can like send more out. So yeah, you you just go through it a lot of old electronics. The first step like if you're going through a, uh, a troubleshooting to fix an old like board, the first mm-hmm. thing you do is like recap it because that's what goes first, you know,
1: over time, so
0: our friend Nate knows how to do that. I'm talking about it as though I understand it. I really don't
1: that much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's cool. He he did like eight of them or something like that. And I guess he only had a couple mm-hmm. left. But he's I'm done de- the
0: same with. Uh, he bought that Odyssey when we uh, at in November, and he fixed that. He I guess that he he just
1: bought Cameron, a new one. So. It looked like he just bought a new one from uh, from MGC this year. He Was it an Twitter. Odyssey?
0: I can't remember what he got, but he bought like a two dollar. Old school console, maybe it was an television, and he fixed it. It was something like that, but nice. yeah, he totally fixed it. Like he's a whiz for sure.
1: Yeah, I was gonna try to show you what this looks like, but <laughs> I was wondering about the screen because my screen went like spinach green, like Game Boy green.
0: Yeah, the yeah. screen does de- degenerate, right?
1: Yeah, e- even though it's a recap, I mean, it looks it looks pretty good, but it's still like you know, it's it's very early, very very early uh, back. That won't fix the screen, screen
0: if it's mm-hmm. recapped.
1: No, I'm just saying that. I think that the Game Gear screen didn't look as good as I remembered it looking, but here yeah, if you can kind of you can kind of see what it looks like there.
2: Tilt it a little bit. Let's get some reflection. There you go. Yeah, I can see. I tilted it down. Yes. There you go. There right there. there. Yeah, it's kind of yeah, It looks cool. good. It's it kinda, does look good.
1: It's kind of dark. I mean, well compared to Game Boy, Color Game Boy Advance, uh, I don't know. You you, you I was kind of spoiled on other stuff. But it's it's cool to have it. So I got so I got Super Return of the Jedi with it I also got um, Tasmania which I haven't played yet so I got so I got the Taz I got mr uh, mr. Tasmanian devil there and mm-hmm. I also got I feel like maybe John had this or maybe you mentioned it I also got NFL 95
2: no I had uh, FIFA
1: 95 okay it, but I was right on the 95 at least yep but yeah I haven't played the only one I played so far is super eternal Jedi so I haven't I haven't played those other ones but it's cool to have a game gear it takes uh six double A's which is a lot. <laughs> so And I'm using the lithium batteries that I use on uh, on stuff, so hopefully it'll mm. last longer. Because I, I remember that was a big thing was the batteries. I wonder if you could like hook long. a
0: nine volt up to it if you like maybe you could like rig up some wires to do just use a nine volt battery. It would probably burn it out pretty quick. Wouldn't it need it like make,
1: wouldn't it need like your... three nine volts?
0: No, because it's six batteries, that's nine volts. Oh, okay. Each uh double A is one point five.
2: Oh, I guess. they didn't yeah, make no, a game yeah, gear yeah. rechargeable battery so if you could possibly find one of those that still works
0: also the the tv tuner is real expensive
1: oh yeah, oh, bad, I bet. Nobody yeah bought and it's and useless oh. really yeah it's, it's just, just a nobody point, bought but... it well i heard i heard the nomads really expensive too the one that plays the genesis games yeah. oh right the security guard like right when i got it at hilton was like hey uh, you got to you get a power adapter for that thing? You're going to need one. And I'm like, well, I'm like, no.
0: I thought <laughs> for sure when you told me the story originally that he was going to be like, "All right, what ha- what's going on over here?" Like he thought it was like a drug dealer or something. Like I didn't expect you to be like, "Who hey, you got any more Game Gears?"
1: No, no, no. He wanted he wanted a Game Gear, and Nate's like, "Here's my card. If you have any broken ones, send them to me. I'll I'll fix them." So so that's cool. But yeah, I got to see Nate. Oh, does
0: does he have a card? Well, yeah, he's got the uh, Memory Machine card.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's got a business card. We all do. I mean, we have well, I have Nintendo main cards, but I don't really hand them out anymore.
0: I have one that just says "line cook." It doesn't even say my name. It's like, just give me a job, please.
1: But yeah, he's uh, he just gave me a card and was like, "Hey, call me." So we we played some pinball games, and that was cool. And I, uh, you know, I was basically at a, I, you know, there was only so much time, you know. I we didn't we didn't get to the after party until around like ten thirty. And I bought a drink, and the lady was like, "You know, you can only buy drinks till like twelve something, till like twelve thirty or whatever." And I'm like, "Oh shit!" So I've just been like, I was just buying round after round after round, you know, and I was buying shots like every round and trying to get myself like good and liquored up, and I did. And I and I <laughs> and, and at the end, I after after I closed my tab and all that, I did go up and watch a uh, Kung Lao's Kung Lao band, and and you know he did where he was like in the audience with his shirt off with the microphone and. I did like go up to the microphone and, and sing some random shit. And I was actually standing next to most of the Mortal Kombat cast because they were there because it was like the, it's like the Mortal Kombat 30th anniversary. So like, cause you know, like Johnny Cage is always there. Liu Kang is always there. But, um, but what was it? Like, uh, Jax and Baraka, like they weren't normally there, but they were there. So like, there were some other, there were some other people that were in the crowd that were all like singing with Kung Lao. And that was kind of cool. I was like, yeah, with the Mortal Kombat guys. And then I walked home. Uh, don't fully remember it, but then I bugged Jeremy on the phone after that, which I hope I wasn't. You didn't super bug annoying. me.
0: You hung out. We hung out on <laughs> but fa- FaceTime.
1: But I Facetimed you, and I was like, "I'm drunk." It's the first time
0: I've yeah. ever used Facetime.
1: Oh yeah, because I I, wow. I I thought it'd be easier than trying to Zoom. I guess, even though I guess it's pretty I,
0: much Zoom, but only for iPhones.
1: It was probably better because if I used if I would have used my computer Zoom, I would have stayed up till like five in the morning or something like that.
0: Shauna got a kick out of it too. She was having a good time talking to
1: you. So. Yeah. I you. hope I wasn't annoying. You
0: weren't bugging us. You weren't yeah. <laughs> annoying
1: at all. It was fun. I met some people. Some I, I I saw Middle Jesus Rocks there. I didn't talk to him, but I saw him talking to people. Uh, I saw Pat Contry. Actually, left right when I got there. He walked right past me. So I was like, "Oh, there's that guy." Uh, my my main mission was to find Nadia Oxford. And I did not find her anywhere, so I failed. She wasn't at the after party, unfortunately. But uh, but Nate, you know, he went to the to the um, Retronauts thing. Which I thought I might have been able to go to, but our schedules, our interviews, like kept moving around, so it ended up being that I had to had to go away early. But he said she was there; she was funny, you know. They were there for the for the they were, they were talking about old Japanese games and all that stuff. So, and I saw Tim Kitsrow. I didn't talk to him, but should have bought him a drink or something for for, for our intro. But yeah, it was it was kind of like I just I just saw a part of it, and I did get to buy you know I did get to buy a retro thing from Nate, so I did kind of get some MGC stuff, but. You know, I just saw people that were, you know, and, and I actually went, what was it, the night before I went to Miller Time, you know, our favorite bar, their favorite bar, restaurant, whatever, at the bottom of the Hilton there. Yeah. Where Did they you know have
0: beer the, used to be a currency? <laughs> an ancient something?
1: Yeah. yeah. Miller Time's great. Well, I went there for the beer cheese, <laughs> which I ended up having two bowls of beer cheese because I had one and I was like, you know, I'm still kind of hungry. I'll get another one. But I was like, I was doing kind of the weird, creepy thing. I'm like, I'm just going to go to the Hilton bar on Friday night and I'm just going to hang out and see if anybody's there like kind of what you would do what i used to do at bars i guess you just go to a bar and just drink there and wait and see if anybody cool shows up or whatever i mean i think that's, that's basically, that what, I, basically
0: what i was in la constantly basically what i was doing
1: yeah <laughs> right. except for la people don't talk to anybody there it's weird like i've been to bars in la like it's not like here where you like will strike up a random conversation with somebody at the bar like most people at the bars in la they won't fucking talk to you cuz they all got their heads up their own asshole or whatever you know, it's, it's weird. Like, even when you're trying to, like, talk to somebody at the jukebox, like, they just want you to get out of the way so they can play their own shit like i don't know it, i had a hard time finding like friendly people at uh at bars in la but yeah i it was like i was like i'll just try to meet some people and i didn't really you know i met some people that i didn't know that were going to mgc you know i talked to some people at the bar it was that same super intense bartender which i'm sure you remember from last time we were there yeah but, he, yeah. but he's cool i, don't, but I mean that he, he's I cool find as hell. intense but he was no, I'm saying he's like he's good he's a good bartender
0: i would say he's professional to wear
1: it. i'm saying he's great like he has an intensity yeah. that's like hey what do you need like this beer is great like you want to try this here this one's great and like whatever you he's want it's like hey it's awesome yes. yeah like that's what i mean by intensity he's very he's very enthusiastic mm. about everything but he's awesome no, i, I, I kind of see him yeah. selling
0: energy drinks at like a, a gym or something
1: like or you know that the smoothies
0: you need this that and the other mix of this corporal and like uh kale and blah, <laughs> blah.
1: sure mm-hmm. But but I told him I was like, hey, uh, you know, I I I met you, you know, I remember you being here last year. Uh, I'm like, I'm working in town, I'm not at MGC, but I wanted to come by to Miller Time just because Miller Time's cool. And he's like, yeah, dude, I remember you. What's up? You know, like so it was cool. And I went and I went in the bathroom to hear like this like the stuff we were talking about, like all the beer facts and stuff they had in there. But they had it turned down like really really low, where you had to listen really hard to hear like the beer stuff. Like so there wasn't the and all that and all that stuff yeah once you're listening
0: to that you might as well just be trying to hear people fart in the stall next to you
1: yeah it it was that's gonna be more audible it was cranked down really low and i was like did somebody complain or something about the beer facts but i I was was kind of disappointed on that end that it wasn't there but i I saw some i saw some people that maybe were in podcasts that you know i don't know
0: sometimes Uh, fashion fascism exhibits itself (laughs) in beer facts
1: I saw I saw <laughs> metal I saw metal Jesus rocks get into a, a, cab with a bunch of other people that looked like him but didn't have a beard whatever they were all like same shape long hair minus the beard whatever walked Satellites. past me on the way in yeah but it was a uh, yeah it wasn't it wasn't as fun as actually going to the show but I, I got a, I got a small piece of it tiny tiny piece of the MGC there
0: but I'm glad you were able to pop by and at least sort of I mean in a way I feel like I went because you represented Nintendo main.
1: I did talk to, I mean, I talked to like some random people at the after party. I'm there jealous was, you got to you know, see
0: Nate and Kate because.
1: Yeah, they're great. It was they're awesome. I was trying to get in touch with them Friday night. I was trying to get in touch with them and Kevin. And I did see Kevin for a second, Kevin Fair. And he, uh, he was like ordering food and he came down to get his food. Like when I found Nate and Kate and I was like, Hey, I'm going to He the, gives me the yeah.
0: impression he stays super busy.
1: I'm like, Hey, I'm going yeah, to the after party. And he's like, yeah, I'll, I'll come by after I get my food. And he didn't come by. He's, he, he went to sleep after that, but whatever, you know, I know he's, I know he's got a ton of shit to do, whatever.
0: Do you go to sleep or do you go to the casino? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I didn't, I didn't text him and I didn't, I didn't ask him about that. But, uh, you know, since I was going to the after party by myself, I was like, I was like, well, what if, you know, what if I'm just there by myself and nobody talks to me? So I was like, I was trying to convince myself to buy switch sports, which of course I was going to buy it anyway. Of course, you know, I want to see what it's like. I was like, well, I'll just get Switch ports, and then I can play locally on the on the Switch, you know, with other people while I'm there. And then I found out after I bought it that no, you can't do that. Which I don't know. This is such a weird omission in the game. I just can't believe like that. That's what's you can't not, do local multiplayer that that's now. What, yeah, you can't. Like you, uh, it's so dumb. Like, and I read it online, and then I tried it myself. I'm like, that can't be right. But uh, no, I tried it, and it won't let you do it. So, so you can play any game single player. In you know in tabletop mode, but once you try to go to multiplayer on any of the regular local ones, it basically has a little animation showing the switch going into a dock, and it's like you got to put it in a dock. Even if you want to do bowling, which is like alt, you can alternating bowling, which is the same as you doing it by yourself. What the fuck? Like this just it just doesn't make any sense to me. That was like the That's big weird. what it is. They
0: Hopefully they patch want- that out.
2: They don't want people crowding around a small screen, swinging
1: around Joy-Con and knocking each other in the face. I I, I guess, but like, I mean, like I said at the beginning of the episode, like they ruined the rooftop party. Like they ruined everything for Karen. Karen is crying in her grave now. She's dead, by the way. Nintendo killed her, and she's dead now. Because she could not play switch ports at her rooftop RIP party. Karen, is what I'm telling 2017, you,
0: 2017, 2022. <laughs> she we got up. to
1: that rooftop party. She's like, I can't play switch ports. She jumped off the roof. She's like, I brought switch ports to play bowling. She's like, Oh wait, I can't. My life means nothing. <laughs> and uh yeah, and she died. And that's what happened. But no, it's uh, a, <laughs> it's a, uh, it's something. That's a, that's a main thing where I'm like, why, why the fuck. Does it not have that? That's my biggest complaint, I guess. If, aside from that, like bowling's awesome. I mean, I played I played bowling more than anything else, obviously, because that's my because that's my game. But I'm 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 in I'm a pro league. I'm in pro league now on the on the bowling online, so that's cool. Uh, every every sports game has a pro league that you can unlock, where you have like a grade, you know, and you'll up and you'll go up or down depending on how well you play against online people and all that. I, I did a I did a stream last night on Twitch, and I was trying to do to get other pro leagues for other stuff, but I'm just not good enough. The only thing I'm good at is bowling. So I was, cause you have to win, you have to win a certain amount of online stuff before you can unlock the pro, the pro league for each thing, but you can unlock mm-hmm. it for everything. So, uh, but I was, I, I just couldn't win very often for any of them, and like uh, badminton, which is like well, actually one of my favorite games. I think it's really fun. But if you're playing it somebody somebody online, like a real person, you'll be so sore afterwards because you just gotta because you gotta whack the hell out of that ball like over and over and over and over again. And there's just two of you going back and forth, and it's all like very much like one to one. Badminton gets other, really so. fast. Badminton's great. Like I, that was one of my well, I, I did a I did a ranking on here.
0: It's the ping for pong of tennis. Uh,
1: Kind of. I mean, it's much better than tennis. The tennis that's on there is very is the very basic Wii Sports tennis that you got, where you control both of them, and it's four player, but you can't play with other people. It's always you as the two different characters. And it's not as, it, like, badminton is much more complicated, because badminton is, like, one person, and you even do, like, where you aim it at the screen and, like, recenter it and all that. And, and And when you, and you got somebody that's good, it's, like, back and forth, back and forth. And if you swing it at the right time, you can kind of, like, spike it, like, volleyball, like, really, like, really hard down and... And it gets like intense. Like if you're if you're playing somebody online, like I was I was playing last night, and I had to take a break. Like I actually had to take a break from badminton because my arm was hurting so hard from like you getting some ring fit vibes from ring the from well no because ring fit hurt my knees not my arms because because I had to squat a bunch. But I mean, but I guess yeah, you could say that there's some sort of exercise in there. I guess if you want to call it that. But but my ranking uh, from what I played is uh, bowling. Bowling's the best, obviously. It's great. I actually I was able to nail six strikes in a row like right off the bat on like my second or third game, which is awesome. And nice. uh and uh yeah, it's it's just it's a shit ton of fun. Um, I played I don't know. I probably the probably 90% of what I play in the game is in the bowling. And bowling is fucking it's great. There's a really cool online mode too which kind of like same thing like I guess uh I think you said Fall Guys kind of had this where it's like a it's like the first round. It's like the top six will like stay in, and the next round, like the top three will stay in. And the next round will be like the top two or whatever. That's kind of how it goes. Like you can get knocked out early, and, and it yeah. sounds like Fall Guys. And and once you once you get to the pro league, like basically, if you're not throwing strikes like constantly, you're out. Like if you don't throw a strike in the first three first three rounds, you're out. You're out of the game. Unless unless you're playing against uh an AI person, which sometimes they do that, which is weird. I've actually. I watched some videos about it and I see I see there's some discord online or discourse online even saying even people saying that they think that the online is fake on Nintendo Switch sports it's not fake it's definitely not fake there's a lot of stupid <laughs> names on there that are real people but there are people claiming that the online is fake and that you're not actually on online because sometimes when you can't find anybody I mean most Nintendo games do this if you can't find anybody online they throw you up against bots they throw you up you, you against CPU characters, you know? Right. And, and because a lot of these, when you turn it on and you start, it'll automatically throw you against CPU characters. Some people maybe only play that, and they think that that's the fake online. But you can tell when you're playing against a CPU character because they suck. Like, they constantly throw gutters. Like, the first time I ever played bowling online, I won by, like, 150-some points because people are just, like, fucking tossing the ball in the gutter constantly I'm like what am I playing against two-year-olds like what the hell's happening here and I, granted I was playing at like five in the morning because I'd stayed up editing the podcast but it was uh yeah it was it was one of those things and you, you can tell like when they're really bad if they're not throwing strikes like pretty often they're probably CPU characters because Jess and I we played online together which is cool you can play two player online together which is a lot of fun uh first time we played we were obviously playing about playing against CPU characters because they were getting like 30s and 40s like for the whole game and I'm like okay you like don't understand bowling or or your CPU. And I'm pretty sure they were CPUs. So yeah. So there's that you gotta deal with. But yeah, my favorite ones were uh bowling, badminton. Uh soccer was actually more fun than I thought. It is kind of like it's basically a slower version of uh Rocket League, which I That's never I've heard. which I never really liked Rocket League that much, but it made me, I don't know, maybe kind of want to try it again, even though Rocket League for me, I said it before. There's like right, no, again. there's there's no real progression to it, so it makes me bored really quickly. At least in this, I can unlock a pro league and get a grade and all that stuff. But um, that I like that. Uh, Chambara is like after that. Like that one, I don't know. It's it's fine. It's just not as it's not as fun to me, I guess, as it would to, would be to other people. I a lot of a lot of it's just like constantly flailing if you're playing an actual person online, and it's just trying to like block and not get hit. And I don't know. It was it wasn't very fun to me. I thought there was some
2: mental aspect to it, like I could sort
1: of no, no, there see is what the other guy was thinking, and well, oh, but there's I also go this I go that way. Well, I mean, but what wasn't, what wasn't in the demo is there's also you can use two swords, so you can use both of your Joy Cons, and most oh, right. everybody that you play online does that, and when you're doing that, their arms are like all over the fucking <laughs> place, and you have no idea what they're gonna do, and then all of a sudden you're dead. So it's uh, so yeah, there's a lot of ways for it to not be fun. There was one round where I blocked everything and I ninjaed the fuck out of it and got them out, but. I don't know. It was it was too it was too irritating for me. But the two first ones, two worst ones for sure is uh, tennis because tennis is the same as Wii Sports. It's like super. I don't know. It's very much just waggle, and it's not as mm-hmm. it's not as fun as badminton. Badminton's like a, a lot more finesse. Like you really have to hit it the right way because it's all like one to one and all that stuff. Tennis is just kind of like meh. Um, and then volleyball after that, which volleyball is fine. I just I don't like volleyball. At the game, really, <laughs> I don't really give a shit. But it's kind of weird. Like, yeah, you gotta like set the ball up, and then you gotta do the spike, and you can you gotta block the spike, and it's real slow. Like, it's it's almost like a I don't know. It's like a very slowed down volleyball thing, which is I don't know. Which is okay, I guess, if you have a decent teammate that'll do everything for you. But I don't know. It's it's not one I really go to. But the more you play the game, the more shit you unlock. Like I unlock to a random mode where you can just hit random, and it'll. It'll randomly pick a sport, or I also got to where you can pick, like, you can pick, like, three different sports, and it'll find whoever's playing whichever one first. Like, so it'll be, like, uh, do, like, soccer, badminton, and bowling, or whatever. And it'll connect you quicker as to whoever has more people in, so you don't have to wait for people to come together, which is kind of cool, I guess. But it's not like a, you can't make a playlist of sports where you just want to be, like, this one, this one, this one. It'll just take all three, and it'll just tell you which one has the most people on it. And it'll automatically connect you to that so you can get connected quicker. That's basically the way that works. Um, there's a, there's kind of become, uh, as I said, as my nickname, there's kind of a renewed love for Miis again for me. I actually, uh, I, I only had one Me on my Switch because I had the one Me from Mario Kart 8, you know, of myself with a purple beard and all that. But I ended up, I have 30 Miis on my Switch now because I went a little wow. crazy last night. Uh, doing the doing the old QR, QR scan on my Wii U, and then doing the old Amiibo swap from the Wii U to the Switch, swapping them back and forth like that, which is pretty easy to do, actually. I had to, I had to watch a little thing on how to do it, because I didn't know how to do it. It's not as easy as you think. Like, you can't do it from the you got, like,
0: Kim Jong-un and...
1: Uh, no. <laughs> it, like that. I, I, I saved some of the ones. Well, because, you know, I have the original Wii ones on my Wii U, so there's a lot of ones that actually John designed on there. So like, so like oh, John, yeah. John made, made like the whole cast of the wizard and a whole bunch you- of Nintendo, you know, Nintendo employees. So we have like Shigeru Miyamoto, we have Satoru Iwata, I think Howard Lincoln's in there also, uh, Yamauchi, like stuff like that, that you made. So, yeah. those, well, so s- now those are on your Switch, huh?
0: Living forever.
1: I didn't, I didn't put all of them on there. I only put Shigeru Miyamoto oh, yeah. on
2: there. I'm so glad to know that they live My creations from I still 15 have them, years yeah. ago. <laughs>
1: and you're actually, I put Peach and Zelda on there, which you both made like they're on the Ugh. Switch. Um, also, like, uh, you made Luigi and Mario without a hat. No hat no hat. Luigi and Mario, which your Luigi, mm-hmm. I thought, was great. Luigi's on the Switch. I brought him over. I was really proud of my Luigi. I yeah. remember that. I thought that one looked really good. But there's, like, old, you know, the old school John and Jeremy are on there also. And, you know, there's, like, a bunch of, Jess has a bunch of different versions of them on there. And it was <laughs> fun. But also, I, I went and I was like, what can I find, like, new me's, you know? I was like. I was like, maybe I can find some wrestler me into the There's like, the only person I could find is Kenny Omega. Like, I it's obvious that Miis have kind of died because there's no like Dan House and me or any of those guys. I figured that there'd be, since AEW so popular, there'd be some more of those. I feel like the most recent ones I found were maybe like new Star Wars ones, like Kylo Ren's and stuff like that, but those could have been made in like 2016 or 15 or whatever it came out, you know? So. But I, but I got, like, you know, I got a bunch of them. That it, like, I got, like, Venom, and I got Spider-Man, and Iron Man, and I got a, I got a Regan from The Exorcist, which she looks hilarious, but stuff like that. And and I got a really good-looking Joker, like a Heath Ledger Joker on there. And the cool thing about Switch Sports is you can switch. You can switch your Mii's whenever you want. It doesn't matter. Like, you don't uh, – it, it's basically like a different set of clothing, I guess, kind of. You just go into the option and just flip yourself. So if you're like, you know, if you're tired of playing as a uh, Daredevil for a while, you want to be ALF, like, boom, switch, switch to ALF. And yeah, I did have ALF on there. But, uh, <laughs> and I also, I, I realized that my Miis, they stayed on my old switch. So they were on, they're on just a switch now. So I had to turn that on and there's, it only like, it just takes a couple buttons. You just have to get them to sync together and you can just have your Miis like copy from one to another. It doesn't take them off of the original switch. It just copies them and then they go to the other switch. So... I did some of that. I did some of the amiibo thing. I did some of the QR codes and yeah, just bringing, bringing the me's back. (laughs) Like I said, sort of, because I feel like nobody's really made any like, or at least don't have QR codes out of, even though I did find some that you have to pay for. I found some on like a, on whatever, uh, that one website where you have to, we have to pay for shit. I forget what it's called, where people make like art shit. You know what I'm talking about? Etsy. Etsy. Yeah. <laughs> I found ones on Etsy you could, you had to pay for, like for the QR code and all that, where it would have like a watermark on it to where you couldn't scan it unless you actually like paid for it. Then you, then you get it. But it's cool. I mean, I, you know, anybody who has any sort of, uh, love for Switch Sports or for Wii Sports, I think it's worth playing again. Even though th- there are like some, there's some like caveats to it for sure. Like, Basically, the, the the main part of the game is on online. Like, they really want you to play online. Like, online is the first thing on the menu. Like, it's online and then local and then friends online. They want you to pay, play online. Because playing online, that's how you unlock all the stuff. Uh, you really don't get anything for playing by yourself. Like, there's not, like, a progression to getting a pro ball and all that like you would in the old games. It's all about your online presence. Like, they want you to, like, get your pro rank and then get your pro grade and then, like, upgrade your pro grade and all that stuff. So... And if you want to get different unlock different like outfits and different like emojis and stuff that you can you know, because you can you can basically hit a couple buttons and you'll have like a sticker showing your face. It kind of reminds me a lot of the way you communicate in us Mario Party Superstars. It's a very similar thing. But if you want to unlock more of those, you have to play online and you you basically you gain a hundred points and every hundred points you get a random you get a random present. And the random present will be like, here's glasses, here's a beard or tiny beard or what do you know? Like if you (laughs) want to use those fucking wannabe amiibo or those wannabe mean me characters that are on there, which I really don't care for at all. I I don't, I don't really like them very much. So I've just been using the me's because they, what do they call those things? They
2: call them something different,
1: right? I don't know what they're called. Maybe they do
0: costumes or whatever.
1: The whatever the thing is, that isn't the me that you can be. Your your character. Yeah, there's a name for him. I forget what yeah. it is. It's what it's called is lame. I don't know. That's what I think. It, that's what I think it is. It, it feels like a lesser version of what they were doing on the on the Splatoon games. You know where you when you play Splatoon when you when you like up when you like get new levels you unlock new stuff to wear like new outfits and like stuff and masks or whatever. This is the same thing, but it's like a smaller version of it. You basically get two sets of things that you can unlock every hundred points. And they change, like, every week or two. So, like, this one that I've been getting is going to be gone in seven, in seven days, and the other one will be gone in, like, ten days. And then there'll be a new set of things that you can unlock. And some of it is, like, you can get some new Chambara swords or whatever. You can get, like, a different colored volleyball, or you can get a different colored tennis racket or something. So that's so that's kind of a weird way of doing it, but I think that's how they want you to keep playing it. Like, see, like what the new update is. It's 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 kind of like what they're doing with the Nintendo with with the My Nintendo thing, you know, or or the Nintendo Switch Online, where like you you know every week or so you get different stickers that you can get, like all the different uh, Animal Crossing or Kirby or now it's Mario Kart Eight now I think they just added for like profile icons and all that. It's it's kind of like that, but but yeah, it's a uh, it's it's like uh, living in two thousand five again or whenever it came out, I guess. But I think it's cool. Like I, I'd be. Ex- I mean, if both of you guys got it, I would love to. I would love to p- play online. Hopefully, uh, I don't know if uh, Justice's brother will get it, or I thought maybe Caroline would get it or something like that. Because you know, they're the they're basically the ultimate casual, we uh, ultimate casual switchers. So I figured they'd end up getting it. But I wouldn't mind trying to play it on play it online, like with uh, with friends and all that stuff. But it's I'll a- get it at some point. But it's it's a lot of fun. I mean. Uh, and they actually, you know, there was a data mine as well where people, somebody data mined it, and they saw like spaces for other sports aside from golf. Like I think they found mm-hmm. dodgeball and basketball in there, at least stuff talking about it. So maybe you'll see that in the future as well. Cool. It. Uh, I know some people have been saying like, well, you know, it doesn't have as many sports as as Wii Sports Resort does, but it has this whole online presence, I guess, that the other ones don't. And I think that's where it the. Up for it. I think that's really where the longevity comes from, and I think you would get a you would definitely get a lot of lot of time out of it, John, because you would probably play the shit out of the online stuff.
2: Yeah, give me a good online mode. Give me a good you know soccer. If they if they put hockey in there eventually, I love hockey games. Yeah, I'd I'd be into this.
1: Hockey would be different, but it's I'm saying uh, give it a definitely give it a shot. And I think forty dollars is dirt cheap for for what it gives you. There's a lot there's a lot of replayability on there, and the the big my big super my my biggest gripe was like I was saying is uh is that you can't play it multiplayer and tabletop mode. Also there's like no body types. You can only be like one body type. You can't make your character fat or short or tall or whatever. It's just one That's lame. It's just one whatever medium body type. And Seems you only like get oversight. you only get so many you can only you only get so many clothing options. There's like a there's like an outfit that kind of looks like the uniform from the new Star Trek series where like <laughs> we like this the sides don't really fit or whatever. And uh, and there's like different colors of it, and you get that automatically, or you can unlock like a red jumpsuit, and that's like it so far as far as different clothes. And if you're using a me, the only thing you can really change is your clothes. Like if you unlock glasses or whatever, you can't change your face because it's already on there. But it's an argument for
2: why they should like stuck with the me system more to begin with, and then like elaborated on it, like because I can see how it would be trouble if you're designing all these different games and stuff to constantly do all these different character creators and provide different body types and all that but if you just focus on the me system that's on 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 the switch and add those body types add those different clothings then yeah. you can plug them into all these different games.
1: Yeah. It's, it's it's weird. It's surprising him it, why they didn't do that. Like, I felt like they were trying to be like Splatoon, but not as cool. Like they don't give you like Splatoon, you unlock stuff, but I think you've got a lot of options from the beginning of like different things you could wear and all that stuff. And I feel like they'll get there eventually, but you got to keep playing. You got to keep playing like every week, like to keep unlocking them and all that.
3: So
1: mm. I feel that's, that's where they are on that. Um, but yeah, I think that's, I think that's all I had to say about switch sports um, I didn't break any TVs because I'm not an idiot. I'm not throwing <laughs> my Joy Cons at stuff. But I guess some people uh, don't remember. Uh, in bowling, you know, you have to re- you have to not release the button. Now it took me like a few minutes to figure it out. But just hold the button. That now. is so
2: weird. Like, why didn't they just have to make that an option? I think they made that an option in in resort. Right there was you could either hold the button or not hold the button.
1: I don't think so. Not not that I not that I played. And I played it recently. Well, it definitely wasn't a sports club in the, in the Wii U one. At least if, if there was there, I couldn't find it. But I, I mean, what I was thinking is maybe they did that because if you had to release the button, maybe they think that you might release your hand too, and maybe you throw it into your TV. I don't know. Maybe that's part of it. I don't know. But I feel like it does. I feel like it works really well. Like it works. It definitely works a lot better than like uh, whatever Fifty One Games or whatever that one was called. I, the one that was like a teeny like a clubhouse like, games like a, yeah the one that was like a toy bowling like it feels a lot better than that like i feel like i feel like i'm actually like it's actually doing you know what i'm telling you to do it and the way i move my hand and all that i feel like it's going in the right spot and i found a way to like a pretty good solid like i'll get a strike almost every time sort of spot you know and i feel like the motion control is better on it and it's worked pretty good no, ma- no matter what tv I'm, I'm on like i feel like it's it's pretty pretty exact so so that's really cool. But uh, speaking of uh, skins for stuff, uh, Luigi Luigi got the overalls from Mario Golf. Uh, that's kind of a ho-hum thing, but I unlocked it last night just because. But he got his original costume. I guess we're probably going to get that from everybody eventually. I feel like they're just kind of like, you know, not doing a whole lot with that.
0: How do you feel about representation overall on who's getting?
1: <laughs> I feel like it's bad overall because none of the women characters have any alternate costumes. I'm just telling you. They got you were nothing. Saying
0: that in slack I think it was definitely worth mentioning
1: oh I said it on Twitter also because because seriously like they that we have like what two outfits for Mario and Luigi and we got like mm-hmm. 10 fucking colors for Yoshi I guess you could say that, that Yoshi is gender fluid is what is what I always wanted to believe but 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 still I mean Yoshi's got a bunch of colors uh shy guy's got a bunch of colors Koopa's got a bunch of colors uh boo's got a hat got a golf hat like what about what about like uh, Rosalina and Daisy and Peach and all them like they they need some outfits like come on I and agree. and with seeing all these like uh, bringing the overalls back and all that I feel like they're just gonna get their regular dresses and that's what we're gonna get I was like come on guys come on. They had You had better alternate costumes in the 64 one. <laughs> I know. I just played that one. What else? Uh, I've still been playing Pocky and Rocky Reshrined. The game is really good. I've just been working through it. It like kind of auto-saves every time you get to the next thing, and you can continue. I'm definitely going to beat it. Uh, my Wii U was actually able to connect to the internet, so I got Pocky and Rocky and Becky on there. So we'll see what's up with Becky, why she didn't Hell come yeah. back. We'll see what her ultimate fate was.
0: She dies at the end, I guess.
1: But Pocky and Rocky, well, spoilers. I mean, Pocky dies in this game also in, like, the second level. Really? But, yeah. <laughs> and she goes to the afterlife, and she gets joined up by this by this Japanese, like, entity or whatever. This game's awesome. Like, I, I love this game. It's it, it reminds me a lot of, like, the glory days of Super Nintendo. It has all these really cool, crazy uh, plots, plots that go all over the place, and your characters keep changing, and you get upgrades and stuff as you go through. I, I 100% recommend it for anybody who wants to feel like you're playing a really a really cool hd super nintendo game on your switch you got to get it from the japanese eShop, shop but it's totally worth it like it's been it's been very much like a i don't know what to play i'm just gonna throw this on or kind of like a podcast game also to just like
0: so you have to buy a just veg out an eShop card from play asia a japanese eShop card
1: then you redeem. yeah that. yeah you do that's that's how that's how you do it so that, that's how you have to do it but i was i was a uh, you know, I was like, I'll do it for this game. And I'm glad I did, because I do actually really enjoy the game. And I think it looks really cool. And it inspired me to, you know, I never got to play Pocky and Rocky on Super Nintendo. I wish I would have, because they're really cool. I kind of watched a video, like, showing all the changes and all that stuff. But it's, uh, yeah, it's it's cool. It's got a lot of weird Japanese stuff in there, and I'm into that. Um, also, I finally got to play Zombie Army 4 online with people. I did, like, a couple levels. It's really cool. Uh, add some extra stuff to it. It's kind of like Monster Hunter, except you're Were shooting you playing with people zombies. you
0: knew, or just... Randomly. No, just just
1: random people. Okay, I uh, because it, it just released, it just released like last week officially on the twenty mm-hmm. sixth. So once I had a chance when I was in Milwaukee, I think like what was it Tuesday night or Wednesday night? Uh, whatever. Uh, I jumped online to just like to just play with some people online, and it was fun. It's it even though it it kind of sucks that you can't talk to people because there's some parts in the game where you have to start like a blood pool. There's a thing you interact with that creates, like, this circle, this, like, blood pool area, and you have to kill zombies when they come into the circle, and then the blood goes into the fountain, and that's how you finish the level. And if you and if you have no way to communicate to the people that you're playing with that you can't kill, that you have to wait for them to come next to you before you can kill them, you may never get through the level. Like, I, I got that where they just kept shooting the zombies, like, on the perimeters, like, while they were coming in. And I just wanted to, I was like, just give me a button that I can just say, like, stop shooting them go to the middle we got to shoot them in the middle otherwise we can't beat the level i was trying to, i was trying to like wa- i like walked over to the zombie and i'd come into the circle and i have them follow me and then kill them and i'm like this is how you do it like figure it out you know so that kind of sucks but i guess it had i already had voice chat with that you could do it with a couple people if they were your friends and stuff like that maybe only two but i think i saw that on a review Regardless, it's, but it's cool. I mean, I, I was glad I finally got to do it. And and my my last thing, which I thought this might actually be like a whole topic for this episode, but it wasn't. So AEW, you know, there's an AEW game coming out. We we talked about it a bunch of times. Uh, they they have this AEW arcade that they do like every. Wednesday at like 10 a.m. or whatever and uh there was an announcement last week that said like all right we're gonna do a stream of the console game like that's you know the the AW game they haven't they don't have a game yet they've been around since 2019 they don't have a video game unless you car- count the the whatever the manager game on iPhone which I don't anyway I want like an actual wrestling game so I thought they were gonna stream it I like set my alarm so I could get up at 10 a.m. like I was all ready to watch it and all that stuff and uh I stayed up I, I well I, I got up I, I turned it on and they showed like 2 30 second trailers of the game and that was it they just basically announced that uh, Chris Statlander and Nyla Rose are in it and uh, Aubrey Edwards the the referee is in there so there's actually referees that are in the that are in there that are in the ring but that's it that's all they showed i was like what so I was kind of disappointed by that, but from what I've seen, the discord on discourse on the internet is uh, they don't like the they don't like the graphics. They think it looks bad, which I'm like, what? I think it looks great. I think I get because it it's looks arcadey. It doesn't look bad. It, it looks it, arcadey. It yeah,
2: it's not comparing to like the WWE games, which go for realism and their looks. This looks more like an arcade game, which is suitable because the, they're using the guys who created N64 games, which were. Yeah, th- right, I mean, that, well, that's
1: the idea. Is they're trying, they're trying to chase the the best wrestling games that ever came out, which are the '64 wrestling games, the Aki games. So, mm-hmm. I don't know why. And, and I saw a bunch of people arguing back and forth about it, and it's like, come on, like the game's not out yet. It's supposed, supposedly, it's supposed to come out in August at the at the All Out pay per view. I really don't believe that's going to happen because they've barely shown any of it. But it was kind of cool to see a part of it, and I was like, if they. You know, if they did this like every week and showed like new characters every week, I would tune in and watch it. But it's kind of like I watched it. They had some of the wrestlers there. What was it like? Uh, it was like Evil Uno and uh, and Aubrey was there and uh, and like Adam and Adam Cole and uh, I think Ortiz was there also and whatever. And and they end up just uh, they ended up playing a a sixty four game that didn't come out in America like this one another a Japanese Aki one that was just japanese wrestlers that didn't come out here so that was kind of cool i watched some of that and then i basically fell asleep again watching it and had all these dreams of me training to be an a, a, an aw wrestler and it was pretty hilarious <laughs> But uh, there's there's still no. It, they didn't say whether it'd be on Switch or not. They still say it's coming to consoles and PC. So we'll you see, take a look at the, we'll the looks of the visuals and it that, doesn't that look like it's, it's out of it. It doesn't look like it's out of. I, I feel like I feel like maybe they're gonna maybe they're waiting to do some sort of direct thing or something with it. That's what I say. And I have I'm hoping against hope that it'll be on Switch. But if it's on PS4 and not Switch, I'm buying it on PS4 100. percent And you might lose me for like a month, like we did with Jeremy and Elden Ring. But it'll be fine. I'll tell you about all the, all the wrestling stuff around there. But I've been waiting for this game. I don't know since I first discovered AEW in twenty in twenty nineteen. So I've been waiting for this for a very long time. So so there you go. But yeah, that's that. Why don't we take a break and then we'll come back and talk about all the rest of the stuff. Hell yeah.
0: Just go to patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast and. Hey, Mario, let go! Whoa, whoa, whoa,
3: whoa, 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 whoa. He's throwing us back to the show!
1: So long, gay Bowser! Ah! Ah, patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast!
3: Game over!
1: All right, we're back from break. Uh, Jeremy, what do you got?
0: What do I got? What do I got? Guys, I bought a new game on the Switch this week. Actually, I I bought two games on the Switch this
1: week. You got one that came out that involves bugs and food of some kind.
0: So, yeah, this is the one I've played. So, first off, let's talk about the ones I bought that I haven't played. I have not played KOTOR, but I bought KOTOR. It was on sale.
1: Yeah, you got got Knights of the Old Republic, uh, one of the best Star Wars games ever made.
0: Which I actually have on Android, but I've never played it. I bought it there for like a dime i think they had like a an android sale when they were they were selling a bunch of games for 10 cents
1: Jeez, what how much was it on switch
0: i don't remember but it was on sale
1: well i mean it's uh yeah they have they have a may the fourth sale and they actually what is it there's a new there's like a star wars uh legacy or heritage edition or something like that that doesn't have Kotor on it but it has all but it has like a jedi, yeah, the Je- collection Yeah, has like jedi knight jedi academy it has like a episode one racer it has a um the one with the Fucking uh, clone troopers, whatever the fuck it's called, um, it's got all those ones that are kind of canon, but not canon, because nothing's canon anymore. But uh, it's it, it's got a bunch of stuff included in there, and those are on. And like every Star Wars game is on sale right now because of May the Fourth, which is I don't know, such a dumb holiday, but whatever. It's not a holiday, but I, it was just I felt like it was a thing that just came out of nowhere.
0: It's a pun that became a holiday.
1: It's a dumb pun. I mean, if you want to, it's like
0: ta- it's like the, an extension of Taco Tuesday. Like that was never a thing, and then one day. It did become a thing.
1: Why I think it's dumb is like if you want to do a Star Wars event, why don't you make it on the actual day that the movie came out, which is like a couple weeks away from the fourth of May? It's like why don't you make it? Why don't you put it on like the twenty fifth or like the or like the nineteenth or the twentieth or you know like the actual like release dates of the movie? I don't know. It felt like it was like a I don't know. It felt like it was like an outsider level Star Wars event. What it is
0: mind. is a thing. It's a it's a grassroots thing that happened, and then the corporate mentality was like, let's just take this advertising yeah. that's already happening and run with it. That's it's, what it is. It's
1: like mar 10. It reminds me of mar 10, where, it's like, exactly. where It's like Mario Day, do Mario stuff. It's like I always do Mario stuff. I'm not... Doing Mario stuff. Mario's always in my life, just like Star Wars is. So I don't yeah. need a fucking day to tell me to do that. It's just it's part of my life constantly. But hopefully you get to play uh, Knights of the Old Republic because it is a really cool game. You should bring I mean I uh, would hope
0: so. I bought it.
1: You should uh you should bring Joe Ellen into there. You should uh make your character. I heard it was Joellen. good. Yeah,
0: I heard it was a good representation. And I do like Joe Ellen. She and I have been getting along pretty well.
1: My my character was Nomi Sunrider, who is actually already a Star Wars character who existed before those that game took place, but whatever. Maybe she, maybe her mom was a big fan of uh, Nomi Sunrider, and you know, had her and renamed her that or something.
0: Here's another thing I bought this week that I haven't played, and why I said at the top of the show that I was a uh, a FromSoft super fan. I bought another FromSoft game. I bought uh, Sekiro.
1: There it is on the PC. You wanted that? I bought it. You wanted it and then didn't want it and then wanted it again. <laughs> it I'm, I'm pretty around. sure it
0: was 15. <laughs> it was like it was like a Steam summer sale. Oh, there's some kind of sale going on and um, i got it for pretty cheap and i was just like fuck it i'll buy it i haven't played it yet i've installed it and stuff but uh i figured why not if nothing else yeah if nothing else it's just yeah some more research into the action mechanics of of combat because that's more of an action game it's more of a
1: straight up like lots of lots of blocking than rpg yeah it's more about like blocking and dodging and stuff like that from what i heard yeah which some people play uh like Dark Souls, like that as well, where they don't just it has a ton they, of they, stealth, they don't too, really which upgrade, they just they just block and dodge or whatever.
0: Like, supposedly, the samurai build in uh, Elden Ring harkens a lot back to Sekiro. And at the beginning of the year, when I made my promise that I was going to try to beat a FromSoft game this year, I did say, or I said Souls like specifically, but I mentioned Sekiro specifically as being the game that I was most interested in. Luckily for me, I didn't. I hadn't been following Elden Ring at all in any sort of serious way. So when that dropped, it was almost like a shadow drop for me because I was not following that hype. I, I remember the uh, the big the guy the, the pot with the arms at GDC or whatever,
1: but or not GDC. No, the game, <laughs> the game Awards. Yeah,
0: but even then, I I just in my head it wasn't connected until I actually got to the pot with arms in Elden Ring. I was like, oh yeah, that was uh, in that game show, and it was really stupid. Stupid cool. Uh but so I haven't bought e- or rather I haven't played either of those games but I did play a game I bought for Switch this week which was Bug Snacks. I put a there it is eh, not a lot of time maybe an hour
1: what, what do you think I, I've seen like both sides on this in the review I, I saw one person that like well, what was it game explained. I guess gave it like a five but I saw other people giving it nine so I don't know well here's the
0: thing I didn't actually read any of those reviews or watch any of those videos
1: as you shouldn't should do what you want to do
0: I wanted to But I had made the promise to the show that I was going to get the game. I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to buy it. This sounds like the kind of thing, like, maybe not. (laughs) But hopefully it's the kind of thing they can patch out if there's certain issues. But I will say, from what I've played, the pop-in is dumb. So like I said, I haven't read anything. So if I'm rehashing anything anybody's read in a review, I apologize. But this is my personal perspective of it. The pop-in is dumb, like you're about 20 feet from something and it literally like grows out of the ground. You'll see flowers grow. Yeah. You'll see like plants like pop into the, uh, into the landscape. And then if an, if a, either an NPC or an enemy, which I don't know if you technically all the enemies in this game, but if they're a certain distance from you, they take on that uh, super stop motion effect.
1: Yeah. Which is in like every, I mean, which is in like every game. Like I, yeah, I mean, when people are talking about it for Arceus, I'm like, I've seen this before. I've seen it on so many other games. It's been there for a long time. You're just finally you noticing know. now because it's on Pokemon, but it was, it's in ease for a long time.
0: But once you put that past you, it seems like a pretty fun game to me so far. It's very gimmicky. Um, I saw comparisons to Ape Escape. I think that's legit. If I was going to put any game like up front that it reminded me of, it would probably be that. It's very bizarre. Like, the enemies or whatever you want to call them that you're collecting are both bugs and snacks which is explained in the theme song by kkb but you're collecting them and then feeding them to characters and then when you feed them to the npcs their limbs start to change into like food products so like i fed a guy like a a french fry based animal and then one of his arms turned into a french fry but he's just like well, get, I guess I got a french fry for an arm now. Like, there's no
1: <laughs> and that's my life. sort of reaction to it. Yeah.
0: So, I've got one guy that I've fed several things to who's got like a carrot and like a piece of celery and like all these different things to replace his limbs. And he's just going about his life like nothing changed. So, f- so far, like I said, the hour or so I've played of it, it's very fetch questy. Essentially, you're trying to, I was trying to get to the town or the village or whatever that the, uh, make the, uh, I guess the main NPC you're talking to is the mayor of, well, he's the mayor because the actual mayor put him in charge when she would go hunt for bug snacks for everybody. She would come back. She'd have a bunch of bug snacks and she'd feed the whole town. And that's kind of what her role was as mayor. But when she was gone, this other guy became like deputy mayor. And so she left and she never came back, which kind of reminds me of a garden story, to be honest, that's kind of a, a through line in that. But, uh, Yeah, she left. She never came back. So the guy who's left behind as mayor never expected to be mayor permanently, and he was such a bad mayor that everybody just left the town. So it's just like an empty town with like Mm. two people living in it, (laughs) and uh, and so that's kind of the whole like setup of the game so far. Yeah, you go around. You have it's got a bit of a Ghostbusters feel, like you set up these traps in the in in the world, and then you like activate them when they go over them, capture them, and uh, you also like uh, have certain things like a little pokemon snappy like you have a th- slingshot that you can throw ketchup with oh and there's like yeah. french, french fry and hamburger based enemies that are attracted to that you can lure them to your traps you also have to like lure the hamburger enemies to like ram into each other because they're like rhinoceros type characters and the only way you can catch them is they get stunned first well the only enemy can that can stun them at least at this point in the game is another of their type so one of the puzzles you have to literally have them like slam into each other head first with by baiting them with ketchup and then you can capture them so it's a good condiment that's kind of that's kind of where i'm at this game uh it's very weird but uh i like it i mean it's it's different for sure yeah uh do i think i'll finish it i don't know if i'll finish it i just recently got like well i've only played it for an hour but as soon as you get back to the town you get an achievement called gone home which i absolutely think was a reference to the indie game because oh sure yeah. this is from the the studio that did uh octodad so their roots are very indie but buck was really heavily promoted and i think probably ha- sold pretty well actually so i kind of oh, wonder what people think of it now but it's it's something that i'm kind of happy i finally get to experience and i i would have loved the whole time to play it on switch so i'm glad that's where it is but
1: there are some questions I was going to say also, um, well, because Snacks it came out for whatever original thing it came out for. But the date that it came out on Switch is the same date that they added DLC to it. So you're actually getting this version with the extra DLC stuff. So that's pretty cool. Like, I guess that was a was like a time for that. It's like, all right, when it's we, kind ha- of, when we almost add the like DLC. Of the
0: Year, like a deluxe version. Yeah, know?
1: when we add the DLC, we're going to do it on Switch. So you get all of that. But I think you still have to get to a certain point in the game before you can get to the DLC. But it's a whole other world. So that's cool from what I've heard, but yeah, I don't know. It's so you're,
0: you're like a reporter and you're trying to kind of un- unravel, like, so you also interview people between like X when you feed them. So there's like some detective work a little bit. It's got, I guess I, I get, I mean, I, I have to say it's got a bit of a twin peak, Be- twin peaks vibe because it's so weird. Oh, you like yeah. arrive in this town and you're a reporter, you know, I know, I know agent Cooper was an investigator, but. It's got kind of a similar vibe to it where you're trying to unravel this mystery and you're talking to the locals and you're sort of observing their behavior and their relationships with each other and uh trying to infer what you can about what actually happened here. So Bug Snacks. What a weird
2: ass game. It's a weird ass game. How does it compare to their other weird ass game, Octodad?
0: It's a lot less weird.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, I mean, it's a weird world, but at least everything seems consistent within, you know, that world they've created. So Octodad was more like everybody's turning a blind eye to this bizarre shit that's happening. And uh yeah. In bug snacks everybody's fully in on this. Like everybody's a grumpus that's some kind of species of like furry humanoid kind of creature. And uh and then the bug snacks are what they eat. And they're fast food based bugs.
1: They eat them, but they're eat. all but they also Kind of are them, I guess. They're because they're like they kind of turn into them. Yeah. Yeah. Their body parts become food or whatever. It's on sale still. Uh, You can get it for 20 bucks. It's like four bucks for five bucks. Yeah. Between
0: my gold coins and uh, it being on sale, I think I got it for like 15 or 16. So I was like, well, hell yeah. I'll definitely buy it then. And so far, not really finding anything to complain about other than obviously the pop in um, because it does kind of look like. The vistas were important at some point in this game, and I think that gets ruined by the draw distance in this version. So, I think maybe I am missing something. But as far as the gameplay itself, it seems like it's fine so far. Uh, and then finally, I should mention what I've done. in Elden, I actually haven't played Elden Ring that much this week. I've really kind of finally,
1: stepped back. Finally, it. also, I just had a kind of.
0: I had a really busy week. Yeah, I just had a lot of stuff going on in my real life that it doesn't involve video games. So I haven't played as much Elden Ring this week, which is probably for the best, but uh, I've decided to take my dang old time and just kind of unlap or unlock the map more. So I found this uh, area to the North, at least the farthest North I can go now. And you have to kind of get down to it and it's between two major regions, but it's a city that was completely abandoned and it's underneath everything, like it's at sea level. So it's called like the Shaded Fortress or something. I don't know. It has a pretty cool name, but yeah, I went there and it was it was a fun little dungeon that I beat. I had to fight a boss and the boss actually wasn't that bad, but I beat it. And then that's kind of what I've been doing this week, just back to unlocking the map. And um, I got into the capital to basically like at the, I'm knocking at the door of the final boss, but the whole capital city is like its own sort of dungeon. And there's a really long section between save spots, the, the the grace. And, um, I keep getting killed as I'm trying to run from one spot to another. And so I just kind of, like I said, I backed down off the Capitol and decided I'm just going to focus on trying to get a lot of the side quests. And so that's pretty much it
1: this week. Um,
0: I've watched a lot of videos on respecking. I actually respect again this week as well.
1: And, uh, much respect i think i've
0: gotten a little better at dual wielding so that's my big change for this week i i think i'm better at dual wielding and uh, all the uh sort of like advantages that comes with the last thing i guess i thought i would mention was i bought something from toy de jour this week
1: oh what'd you get oh really
0: so i haven't gotten it delivered yet but i actually got a hold of sam and was like hey i like this thing you posted can i order it you know can i get you to ship it to me and so i paid for it and stuff but it's a puzzle it's a Garfield puzzle.
1: <laughs> hmm. Yeah, so they but posted a lot of those on there. It was or kind of fun cuz I was just like this looks like fun cuz
0: yeah, we have a we have like a puzzle table that we have that where you can like sort the pieces and store them in these little drawers and stuff. So um I just wanted to get another puzzle for that and it was a especially ridiculous Garfield puzzle and Garfield's having a resurgence right now. And I think it's a good time.
1: I saw I saw some Garfield uh some Garfield meets, but I, I did not download them. But I thought about doing it mm-hmm. in case you ever, you know, face we ever saw each other in real life and I'd be like, here's your me, you can play as on Switch Sports. Here's Garfield.
0: But yeah, I definitely want to mention because uh Sam was on the show
1: what, like a year and a half ago now at this point. I, think that, I thought that years. was like six years ago or something. <laughs> it was a long time ago. Yeah, I was uh, I but, was I was wanting to. go I thought about going over there to buy a, a friend of mine's having a birthday coming up. I thought about trying to get something over there, but I'm always afraid to go there because they have too much stuff, and I always want to buy everything. And he posted a bunch of cool new Fantastic Four toys that he has that I don't have that I wanted, but I'm afraid to go there. Also, he's been press, been posting a lot of wrestling stuff too, and I'm like, mm, I don't want to go there. Too much temptations. Mm-hmm.
0: As far as uh Cricks goes. I mentioned a few weeks ago that I had purchased the EverDrive, the SNES EverDrive. I still haven't received that. I mean, I figured it was going to be a while before I saw that with customs and stuff. But uh, as far as like, I've been follow. I follow his account on Instagram and multiple time, or uh, Twitter rather. And I'd say at least once a week they post that they've added stock to their website. So anybody who's listening who's interested in EverDrive, you should follow Cricks on Twitter because they'll post that they've added stock and then it's sold out within minutes. It's kind of how it looks. So people are showing a strong support and I really am happy that at least for the time being, they're still viable as a business, even though they can't be in their central location where they all started
1: yeah we we had like a random conversation with somebody in in the in an elevator nate and kate and i did going to the going to the after party where i where i don't know somebody was talking about Everdrives and i was like yeah cricks like like fled poland to spain and they're like yeah and i was like yeah jeremy got the bought the super nintendo one and we were just randomly talking to these people and apparently they were a like a buffalo based pinball company or whatever that, that that nate recognized so it was a whole it was a whole interesting uh, elevator run-in that we had it. All right, well, uh, right before... So before we go here, let's talk about the news.
0: News, 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 news. Don't snooze or you miss the news.
1: We'll just go through some stuff really quickly. Why don't? All All right, so here's a rumor. Next Next to six, Xbox, Xbox 2, Nintendo, Nintendo, release, Nintendo PlayStation, PlayStation, Xbox, Grand Prix, rumors. Which I don't, hopefully, this isn't true. Uh, somebody somebody on something, like another one of those things where it's like, I heard a thing and I know a thing and I'm going to talk about it. Somebody was saying that the Super Mario movie, the new one that got delayed, number one, that they redesigned their costumes, and number two, which I think is the largest sin of all time, uh, the movie's going to be a musical, which. Oh, no. I'm like, no. Please god no. Swing your no. arms from side
0: to side. Come on, it's time <laughs> to go.
1: Yeah, I mean they had like intro songs and stuff that were fun, but I don't want a fucking Mario musical, please. Well, I mean, if Praise any, for, the
0: Lord because he's good.
1: For anybody who remember who's listened to our podcast, uh when the Mario movie casting was originally announced, I did say that since Jack Black is playing Bowser, I mean 100% Bowser's going to sing some fucking shit cuz that motherfucker sings everything. Right. So, but I'm like I don't
2: know Personally, I don't mind the musical idea. If um, I do. As long as, long as I'm not they, watching they that have shit. some of the Mario people who did the music for the games, making the score and all that stuff like that, I think that could be interesting if Koji Kondo is involved with the score. And, yeah, but he didn't um, write, I, he didn't write, write know, any no songs.
1: He didn't write no songs.
2: I'd say like,
0: so the Lego movie. The Lego movie had some musical number. It
2: did it, have man.
1: some bangers in there,
2: yeah. And it but was think, actually um, really man. funny.
1: But I think that that Mario and that was has our that
0: was our boy Chris Pratt,
1: you know. <laughs> Lego movie was way too attention deficit for me. There was way too much shit happening in I that. I liked it. Oh, I, I, I watched. It. I watched it. Why. I watched it drunk. Like Justin and I watched it drunk together, and we were like, "What the fuck is going on in this movie? This is way too fast for our drunk See, brains some, to understand."
0: Uh, I had some of the devil's lettuce in that. Slowed it, down
1: it was made bit. for it yeah. was made for kids who can't pay attention to anything. It's like, oh yeah, uh, we go to we go to twenty locations in ten minutes. That's like pretty much what it is. I'm like, oh, it was this, a clever movie. This movie had makes had my brain hurt. Twist to the end.
0: I thought that they put way more into it than they needed to, like in in a good way. Like yeah. they there was a lot of yeah, basically like we know you're watching this with kids. Sorry, you have to do this.
2: Here's some jokes for you.
0: That's a good. That's a well done family movie.
2: Charlie Day was also in that movie. Charlie Day and Chris Pratt were both in that movie and then the they're in the Mario movie. Um good for that. I I personally I think there's always been a musical element to Mario, so I'm not that offended by the musical aspect. I would be I would be more offended by the redesign, which I they said it's rumored to be more along the lines of uh Hotel Transylvania, like that that sort of look.
1: And I can't imagine that from Mario. So they're That's gonna, gonna the have capes. Me. So Mario and Luigi are gonna have capes and fangs and widows no, Beaks. Gonna be specific there. Look to that. <laughs> There's a specific look to that. She gonna be a Pauline movie. Yeah, I don't. Um, She'd be a good Pauline. Is, this is why I believe that this is not real. This rumor. Uh, if anybody remembers uh, Wreck It Ralph two when that came out, uh, Bowser mm-hmm. was a character in that in that movie, right? And Nintendo was super super anal and detailed about. Fucking Bowser and the way Bowser looked, like his eyebrows needed to be a certain like length and like his forehead had to be had to be certain, and he had to be like bigger than like all these different characters. And they were super, super, super hardcore on the design mm-hmm. of Bowser in that movie because they don't want their their characters redesigned by about? anybody. But I'm just telling you right. that I don't. Be- that's why I don't believe this redesign exists because Nintendo was like super, super weird about like our characters need to be designed a specific way. Like, why would you get? Uh, why would you get rid of the Iconic overalls of the Mario Brothers is all I'm saying.
2: I, yeah, I think I think it's not going to look exactly like in the cutscenes or anything like that. Because the cutscenes, if you blow those up to movie theater size screen, like they would look as, like something was missing. Like it would look kind of basic, I guess. But I think that uh, being a movie, they're going to do something to it. Of course, naturally,
1: just they're the going to ruin it because to... it's a movie. They're going to ruin it like they ruin everything else. It's, it's, it reminds me of like all the Fantastic Four movies that they did. It's like, hey, let's take this comic that's been popular for what like sixty fucking years, and let's change it. Let's make it different. The Incredibles let's make, was let's good. Make, let's make it Hollywood. Yeah, that was a Fantastic Four movie with a different title. But I mean, yeah, it's like let's change it. Let's make it a different thing. It reminds me of the same thing. It's like just let it be what it just let it be what it is. Like stop fucking trying to change things because you, you, be, you think you know because you think you know something be. just because you wrote a shitty movie that got an Oscar or something.
0: Like you wrote of- a shitty movie that got an Oscar.
1: There's a lot of those out there.
0: <laughs> I'm just like trying to deal with that sentence.
1: Hey, there's a lot of shitty movies that got Oscars. Have Have you seen the Suicide Squad? The first one they got an Oscar. <laughs>
0: Gandhi. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, I'm just telling you, a lot of bad movies got Oscars. There's a lot of categories.
0: The Deer Hunter. What the fuck was up
1: with that? I didn't like that movie.
0: I don't. It takes two deep VHSs. That's too much.
1: Too much dancing.
0: I mean, what is this Titanic? Are they trying to be like Titanic?
1: Well, that movie sucks too. And that one, like, 10, <laughs> and that won like ten awards. <laughs> so regardless, yeah, I don't know. If there's if there's a musical there, I'm out. 100. percent You guys can I watch it. I think it just reveals.
0: Liked. It doesn't reveal anything. It just uh, uh, reinforces that this is a movie for kids. Like first and foremost, like they want little like three-year-olds to be spinning around in a princess peach dress singing whatever peach sings in this movie you know they're trying they're trying to they want they want their own elsa crowd
1: they want their yeah. own don't talk about bruno except it'll be don't talk about bowser or whatever the fuck else
0: i really think that the audience here is children and cultivating them into people like us eventually <laughs> so that's what this movie's all about they're gonna hopefully the kids who love this movie will be podcasting here in 20 years saying how cringy the movie was, but be like, I man, I love it.
1: you know, the th- whenever I think about Super Mario, I always think about the musical numbers and how much they meant to me.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: That's <laughs> what actually inspired me to get into music.
1: I mean, you, it's know? Like, you never know. It, well, I'm just thinking about the Mario Mario as like a franchise. It's like, wh- eh? it's like like a super revolutionary uh, video game franchise. It's like, oh yeah, I know the musical numbers. That's what meant the most to me, which never existed except for intro songs in the '80s. Show. I think it's a straight Sorry. up CGI remake of the original
2: '93 Mario Brothers movie, and the music is "Everybody Walk the Dinosaur." Nice,
1: yeah.
0: And Dennis Hopper's in there, but it's the it's the version from Blue Velvet. A
1: it's it's <laughs> the it's the version it's the version from Ghostbusters, except it's a Dennis Hopper ghost. That's <laughs> what it is. It's. I mean, if this is true, then. My my thoughts on, I I think I jinxed us when I said it a couple episodes ago that it can't be worse than Sonic the Hedgehog, but I think this would make it worse than Sonic the Hedgehog. So there you go. Speaking of which,
2: Sonic the Hedgehog at uh, Netflix, they just got a, a first look
1: at the series that's going to come out. Did anybody see that? Sonic uh, Netflix is trying to do whatever they can to get those that two hundred thousand subscribers that they lost back. Yep. yep. Did you hear about that? Where everybody dropped Netflix off is
0: is uh, <laughs> on its way out. I think
1: we're seeing it die actively. Yeah, a lot of people jumped off of it, which is weird because it was the standard. I mean, it's kind of well, start- it's, it's,
0: it established a standard, and then other people came along. By people, I mean corporations, because I think like
1: a, you mean every like fucking the- channel ever. <laughs> every every channel has a plus thing now. Every has a, every channel right. has a plus app.
0: Well, the fact that they're bringing in ads, it's like all right, well, you're fucked because that was the whole reason people like Netflix in the first place.
2: Well, they're they're
1: introducing a tier where you can have ads, so you don't have to have the ads if you don't want to. Replace no, replace the, the tier. No, well, they're, they're, they're basically crazy. making the regular tier that you pay for now the ad tier, and you have to pay yeah. more to get to the other tiers, the way it works. They're not like give you an an optional you-love-ads tier. That's not how it works. <laughs> it's like what you're paying now is now the ads tier, and now you got to exactly. pay more to get rid of it. So that's why that's also limiting
0: that. like password sharing, which I get, but still, I don't know. Netflix is a, is a crumbling empire and I imagine everything else will be as a result. Like we're basically just recreating cable. Yep.
1: Like, yeah, we are. But, but I, you know, like years ago, like 15 years ago, I used to say, I wish that you could get cable where you can only buy one channel at a time. And I guess I jinxed myself like 15, 16 years ago when I said that, because that's kind of what we have now. Right. Now you're buying everything, of, yeah. everything by channel. A lot channel of channels are
0: consolidated a, because of the fucking corporate.
1: Uh, no, I mean, no, I mean, but the, I'm saying most yeah. channels have, you know, plus. Like no, there's plus. AM, AMC exactly. plus, BET plus, like Disney plus, whatever. Like and that's
0: like Peacock. They all,
1: and, yeah, Peacock yeah. and Paramount. Paramount and all this stuff, which Paramount was originally CBS All Access. So right. there's On another the like, side their own like, channel.
2: You can do like I'm doing with Better Call Saul. I, I bought AMC plus and I'm going to watch Better Call Saul and then I'm going to cancel it. With Apple TV, I,
1: I how much is how much is AMC Plus was it how much was AMC Plus? I think it was seven ninety nine. Okay, but well I'm I only gonna have it for a month. Well, what what I'm I do is I well, I pay like thirty dollars a month for for digital cable so I can watch wrestling. But the good thing is it 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 entails a bunch of other stuff so I watch Better Call Saul through that and you get actually get okay. a, a huge amount of uh, channels within that so so you can watch a lot of things. So so that's what I've been doing. It's just it basically because I used to just pay twenty bucks for the whole season for Better Call Saul and just watch it that way, but I'm like, well, th- well with my sling, I can just, I can just record the Saul episodes and just watch them through that. So
0: I wait until wait, have they done the finale yet?
1: No, oh. that's that's not going to be till July, I think. I still, gotta, yeah, that's I'm going mean, like, to watch still Better Better Saul, more I watched, I think
0: like I watched that. most of the first season, but that's all I've watched of that. Like for whatever reason, it wasn't capturing me at the time, but that's okay because
1: mm. like it's good. I like. It I'll be able to the... I'll be
0: able to jump on it, and it'll be a mind-breaking bad because Breaking Bad was the same way. I got to that in like the fourth season, and God, uh, I just had so much content to catch up on.
1: As far as nice. like, I mean, yeah. I, I really, I mean, this is you know, <laughs> go off to the side for a second, but I mean, as far as like a spinoff, I felt like Better Call Saul did a really good job just creating its own thing. Like, it doesn't really. Yes, yep. it has people in there that appear in in uh, Breaking Bad, and yes, there's a lot of people you recognize. From that, but I felt like it did a really good job, like just going this completely other way and making this incredible, like, intriguing story. Aside from that, did
0: but Odenkirk got, do any of the writing, or is he just acting?
1: No, it was. A, I mean, it's Vince Vince Gilligan. It's the same writer. Because he's as Breaking such a good
0: writer? Like yeah. I, that's why. It's I mean, like,
1: may, maybe some towards the end, but I mean, but Better Call Saul is created maybe by he the creator. The role. Yeah, it's the same person mm-hmm. as Breaking Bad, Vince Gilligan, who also did like x-files right, before that, that and all that stuff but but i mean but yeah he well, some he, 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 it. well I, he didn't yes he didn't right. create it but he did an episode with with uh brian cranston in like six season and where he first met him and that's why he showed up in breaking bad later it was that one where the guy had to keep driving faster his head was going to explode mm-hmm. but yeah i mean he wrote some of the best x-files episodes is what i'm saying he didn't. He didn't create it, but that guy's kind of a, a right wing uh, fanatic. So let's not talk about him. But uh, another in other news, um, do you want to talk about Nintendo stuff? I guess that there was some. Yeah, uh, there was the big story uh, was. We that, have to mention it. Yeah, uh, IGN
2: put out a big. I guess you could call it an expose, and they called it "Inside the Growing Discontent Behind Nintendo's Fun Facade." I read the whole article, and, and yeah, it paints a not too rosy picture of the last couple of years. At Nintendo, they said somewhere around 2015, things kind of took a turn where the contractors uh, were treated as lesser than. They say at, N- at Nintendo of America, there's the Red Badgers who are the full-time employees, and the Blue Badgers who are the contractors, and, and there's just a world of difference between them. Um, where like the Blue Badgers don't get to go to company events, and they're treated as as expendable. And people are afraid to to, um, to to call in sick at work. They listed one instance where somebody didn't call in sick because of that that fear, and then that it ended up sweeping through the entire operation. The whole bunch of people got sick, and that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, so it's it's a little disheartening, more than a little disheartening to hear from you know our favorite company that things not, might not be going so good there for people who are working there.
0: I've been saying it for months that something's going to happen eventually where we're going to have to like turn our eyes at Nintendo because they got that old yep. world money. And, oh, you did uh, say, yeah, you said that on a 300th episode,
1: to... that was our like uh, our yeah. hot, hot, your hot take or whatever it was that Nintendo had skeletons in their closet and all that.
0: And they do, they absolutely do. And, um, you know what I'm hearing about it? I'm just like, they're probably behaving somewhat normally for companies in the, especially in pandemic times, but mm-hmm. To hear Nintendo being that way, especially, it's
1: it's well, hard. It's, to well, it's well, it's it's Nintendo of America, which don't forget, like um, most. I did listen to the American uh, you, American uh, did, companies uh, are garbage. So there you go.
0: Either of you yeah. listen to the Reggie interview on NBC?
1: I did. I listened I did to all that. of it last yeah. night.
0: I listened to the whole thing too, yeah.
1: and uh, I listened to all of it last night. He, he very <laughs>
0: astutely uh, removed himself from that question. With yes, Cat he did. Haley industry legend asked him about it he said i've been, cool been retired game. from nintendo for two years yeah
1: he's Three like well that yeah. wasn't the that was that wasn't the nintendo oh. that i worked at or that's not that's not how it was when i left or whatever it was a very
0: you know. diplomatic response and it made sense him as like a like a corporate face so. i mean he's really you know right. he's
1: really he's really trying to push his book and all that which is fine you know he's mm-hmm. like hey you know i was the one who uh pushed to like have sure. the wii sports included or I was like saying that what the Game Boy Micro was basically what he said was the whatever. contractors like became permanent
0: yeah. employees, like that. Yeah, was the path to permanent employee ship, mm-hmm. whatever permanent employment. So, I think he just washed his hands of it. He's like, whatever. There, if there's a scandal brewing at Nintendo, I'm definitely not part of it. I've retired three years ago. Yeah, brilliant. I worked well, at GameStop for a hot second. Like, I'm not
1: Nintendo anymore. I mean, if it was like 2015, though, he would have been there. If He retired like three years ago. That was like 2019. I don't remember when exactly he retired, but I didn't think it was. I thought it was like not that long ago.
2: It wasn't that long ago. Yeah. yeah so he. So he. He said he three years. So. I understand.
1: He's saying like I, I'm was you know it wasn't when I was there, but it it also might have kind of been when he was there. Still, so I don't know. But I also think it's part of. I mean, like, that's just, like the uh, ultimate diplomatic. Yeah. Like,
0: let's protect my ass and Nintendo's ass at the same time and say something that actually makes sense in a in a, like a, in a logical way like yes he did retire 3 years ago there we go but he gave an actual solid response but yeah. you do you do see the diplomacy at work there like that's
1: reggie for sure he's a he's a
0: he's a company guy whoever he's working for that's his passion
1: that's true he is but yeah no i think uh i think we can call it here right we're good oh i sure. guess wait uh hold on maybe we should talk about this for a second so, Jeremy, have you looked into the Square stuff about them selling some of their properties to a blockchain? Well, I did uh, post
0: that on the Slack. Kind of in the cover of night, they sold off a lot of their Western IPs, and a lot supposedly the reason for that was so they could focus on NFTs. So, Ugh. let's see how that goes.
2: <laughs> that <sucks>. Well, <laughs> Kotaku posted an article today that says the NFT market collapses just as Square Enix sells a bunch of studios. And I peed a bit big on the blockchain. So they
1: were really late on that also. because if you remember like every single, like every single thing, especially video game related, I feel like everything that was like, we're going to do NFTs. We're going to do NFTs automatically like took it all back because everybody was like, fuck that, fuck that, fuck that. So it was like, none of them ever went through, which by the way, even Reggie yeah,
0: said that he like thought NFTs were an interesting space recently. So like, it's kind of like a bunch of people jumping on the fucking bandwagon way too late, and it's just like embarrassing to see it. Like I am yeah. embarrassed
1: for them. I felt like it was kind and of a, it was sort of a rare thing. As that, far like, as some people made some money off, off their, of it, and some didn't, you know.
0: As far as Square piecemealing off their Western properties, like yeah, sure they
1: could use that as their excuse. Like
0: we're looking to uh, expand and this other crap or whatever, but
2: like. It's also like don't you make video games, and like aren't these all valuable video game properties? And what are you doing?
0: I mean, they're all fairly neglected properties
2: recently.
1: I mean, supposedly they lost a lot of money from Marvel and like Guardians of the Galaxy and all that. So if that's part of the stuff they were dropping, then maybe I understand that because apparently they lost a lot of money off of off of a uh, off of the Avengers game and the Guardians of the Galaxy game. So you know, but also I mean, there's also that the the stuff showing up about um about was it Naka, and like saying that he was like cut out of the project before no uh before balan wonderland was finished and all that and that's why it was as janky as it was or whatever like there's there's other stuff like coming back to that's spirit, another thing so. like
0: seeing that sort of tea spill in in japan is weird like people are just not like selling out corporations in japan like that like i don't know there's just a whole different loyalty that people have
1: with their jobs in japan that we don't have here i think and well probably because they treat them better and they get, to and, see and they him get health just insurance.
0: throwing his company under the bus like that, like that's pretty fucking big. That's all I'm saying.
1: Yeah, it makes me wonder. I mean, it did seem like really broken. I don't know. I mean, I would, I'm not, I would never really fully defend Square because they've been making weird decisions for years. <laughs> like, not even you know, like and we probably talked about that in our Patreon. Episode. So, do you remember we about Crystal game Dynamics mechanics and all that? Yeah, do you
0: yeah, Idos.
1: Yeah, yeah. There was Tomb Raider. Well. Was, was it's like that, Tomb I Raider,
0: guess. Deus Ex, Thief, Legacy of Cain? Yeah, the
1: the vampire games too. Yeah. These are g- Soul, these are games that Soul of having- or whatever. Yeah,
0: these are games that nobody's like nobody cares about anymore. Not to say that we don't, but
1: they but. could re-release them. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're all well regarded. I mean, there's, but there's, just, there's, but there's they're well regarded,
0: but not. For quite
1: a while. I mean, there's money. there. I guess Tomb right? Raider, most recently. I mean, there's money there though. It's, like you could, you could, yeah, re- you all... could re-release these on Switch and make money. Like especially like Legacy, Legacy of Kane. I bet people yeah, would. Be I close. think it's,
0: I think it's Legacy of Kane time. I think there should be a new
3: Legacy of Kane game.
0: Right
1: also, there. like, yeah. like I mean, Deus Ex, like the original one. I mean, I played a little bit of that, but the, but the, the newer one that was on Wii U and PlayStation Three, that game was awesome. Like the, what, whatever, Mankind Divided, where the fuck it was called?
0: I know what you're talking about. The one That's that was supposed like, to be a really great game.
1: Yeah, it was, like a, it was basically like a combination of Blade Runner and Robocop, which is, those are both fantastic movies. And
0: It had kind of a Bioware feel to it, right?
1: It was awesome. No, I, I, I loved it. it. Well, I've referenced it before. I think I referenced it when we were talking about Arceus or whatever, but what I loved about it is you could get experience points for doing whatever you want. Instead of like, if you kill somebody, you get experience points. Or if you find a tunnel that goes to a spot where you can get to where you're going, you get experience points for that too. It was just really cool. But uh, I think that's, uh, I think that's good for this week for this week of Nintendo main, uh, thanks everybody for listening and all that. And if you want to hear more of us, go to patreon.com slash Nintendo main podcast. Uh, just put up the newest W A R T radio for April That is out, is out right now. Got some, got some good jams on there. So you can check that out on the $5 level. Also, if you're on the $5 level, you get to see videos of us in advance and all that. And, uh, you know, just for a dollar, you can hear our bonus monthly episodes. We just did one on, game mechanics that have been removed from video game series and all that. Talked about a lot of cool stuff on that. So check that out there. Also, you can find us at you can find us on Twitter, which still exists. We said it was going to go under last week. It's going to take a while before it goes under, but it's going to get there. But we're still there uh, at Nintendo underscore domain and at J-Mac stack for Jeremy and I. And also, if you go to youtube.com slash Nintendo podcast, I just started putting up the podcast on there as well so if you don't want to listen to it on Spotify or whatever else you can listen to it on YouTube it's on there now I put the last three episodes on there so if you want to if you for some reason want to listen to stuff on YouTube with no video do it through there (laughs) and uh, also uh, twitch.tv slash Podcast, you can watch my feeble attempt at trying to get to the pro level of all the different sports of, of switch sports, I'm definitely going to do another switch sports stream. It was fun, I, I had a good time with it, so I'm sure I'll do that again. Like, not to mention whatever else I do on there. So, check that out! And yeah, we've been your hosts. I'm Trey Johnson,
0: Jerry Rukowski,
1: John Nitter, and thanks everybody for listening. We'll see you next week. Oh, well, that one like broke the sound barrier or something. <laughs>
3: Running, jumping, 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 jumping,
2: We can see you, and you sound like a robot. Still? Hello? Hello? You
0: kind of have a very, like, uh, starry night kind of vibe to you.
1: (laughs) Like there's a lot of swirls Mm. in the background?
0: Yeah, you're kind of swirly, Mm. because you're low image quality
1: or whatever. I mean, I did have a couple drinks, so so I could be swirly.